sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-host Dan and Steve, we're taking all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to be doing a little bit more of a you know hobby, Adepticon sort of focus, as well as discussing an event that we are all in. So we're not going to be doing a deep dive tonight. We're going to be doing that a little bit later this week. So maybe end of the week, um, we'll get a deep dive. We'll start going through Solar Ox. We did a sort of a light treatment to kind of build an ally list, but we want to be able to do the same sort of treatment we've done it for other pieces. Um, uh, Announcements-wise, I'll do this at the beginning. That makes it a little bit easier for anyone otherwise. Um, Announcements-wise, so we are currently doing a giveaway. It should still be active by the time you hear this episode, although it might be active by about a day. It ends at the end of March. That is for anyone who has um, subscribed on our YouTube and comments on a particular video. You'll notice the video, it talks about um, an announcement and all of that. So if you can... Um, sorry, announcement giveaway. So if you look at that, you can find that. This should be out just in time for you to be able to do that. Um, other things we have going on, like I said we did actually launch a Patreon, so we have that as well. Um, if you have the means and would like to, um, that's great. If not, we completely understand. Like I said, we're not going to lock anything behind that is actually of good quality. Maybe some laughable stuff, but anything of good quality will always be put out for free. Um, so that's the plan for tonight. My, my- <laughs> Go ahead. My only, I was going to say, my only fans is locked behind the page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Listen, because we had that and stupid all discussion. chances of YouTube monetization have vanished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's all right. We're still somewhat far from that. YouTube doesn't care about yeah. you until you get enough people. Um, we're, exactly. still, we're at the point where of returning viewers, it's a maybe almost 50% subscribed of returning of new much lower, but we have tons of people uh, returning. We kind of, uh, it's kind of clarified as like multiple instances, not even like one or two, but when you get multiple, like repeated, but got for it. new people, it's still, you know, a couple thousand each month. We just got to get them to actually click a button. Cause like I said, YouTube doesn't care about you otherwise, unfortunately, but either way, <laughs> like hearing is. <laughs> Each unit stat sheet should be its own 15-minute and 42-second video. <laughs> yeah, if we were going perfectly with the... maximize the algorithm. If, if we're going with the SEO better, yeah, we'd be doing that kind of stuff in the algorithm. Because really, you're supposed to read small twins. Yeah, the more people find you. People are finding us um, to an extent. Obviously, it could be better. But I just... Also, just with work and other things, I just don't have time to put that much together. Um, I could. There's some other Reach. stuff I've wanted to record, but I'm just like, eh, nah, I got no, other, no, no. other things I have to do for the moment, but we'll get to that. All right. And now on to the show, which if you are watching, so we are actually um, doing this with video as well. So if you're watching on a podcast or we'll be talking through, we'll be showing some pictures and all, but you're not going to miss much more than pictures. Um, if you'd like to see them, though, the YouTube, we have all these pictures that we're putting up. So, all right. Well, how since we're a little bit more informal now that they're on video these two uh, like to interrupt my introductions they're getting brazen here um <laughs> how are you two doing tonight god steve how are you doing um, well off? today's been um a day of rest after going ham for the last week prepping for the past weekends for his heresy event Ending with a nice 12-hour stretch of setting up tables, playing games, taking down tables, and going out to dinner. Um, So I got home, I took a nap, I woke up, and now I'm here. Um, For the terrain, is I'm assuming it's the group's terrain. So like, does someone just bring it in in like a trailer? Because we set up, a, you guys set up a lot of tables. Yeah, so 
usually about three to four tables are like from the store specifically. Okay. And then the other eight or nine will actually travel with um, Grady to and from the events. Okay. So he's just, I guess, a giant shed just full, yeah. full of cases of terrain. Okay. Yep. That's what I was the, curious. The about. first event of his series mm-hmm. was actually hosted in a. Um, Ah, not like a turn port, like a like a boathouse kind of thing. Lake house. It was a lake house. Lake house, house. yeah. At a lake house. So like there wasn't, you know, store terrain at the lake (laughs) house to use. So he made terrain for that, and it's like, oh, okay. Now I have a bunch of terrain. But the venue's expensive, the venue isn't that large. How could I step it up one? And yeah. Yeah, so instead we added a We'll get more into this in a bit, but at Toy Wiz, which they have a, a very sizable backspace and not too distant future, probably next week, kind of depends on how the rest of my week goes, we will actually have a couple battle reports posted from there. Um, I haven't looked at them yet, so I had to see how well it comes out audio-wise. We were in a separate room, but it's still kind of loud and we don't have the mics attached because I need a better camera for that first. So and we'll, I only we'll poke my out. head in like four or five times to harass Dan throughout his game. That might be as well, no, but if, no, if no, no, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. If bad. you were using the gimbal bad. a good bit, I can use gimbal audio instead. Hmm. So, but we're, we're again, we're a work in progress. We're getting better, but we wanted to try it there and see how it goes. So the hope is that if it goes well, it's something that we can kind of continue doing for that or whatever else in the future. Because I, I, I enjoyed it, even though you know my game, I, I had to cut a little bit short just with how I was feeling. Um. The process, the the process itself was actually a lot of fun, and Parker over there actually knew a bit about some tech and audio stuff, so he was able to help us kind of figure out a good way to put everything together. But all right, uh, Dan, how are you doing? Or was your just saying you're fine, and then you uh, put it right on the Steve? No, no, no. I said I wanted to go Steve first because oh, okay. I always kind of go first. You do? Um, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Order. I had a lot me. of fun at the event. Um, I met up with Peter, who's a cool dude. Peter plays Sisters of Silence. And I've yet to actually meet a person who actually played like full Sister of Silence army. So to see that on the table for the first time. And he's got a beautiful 3D printed army. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know people who hear 3D printed are like, oh, no, not 3D printed. But this was, um, I forgot the maker of these sister prints. We'll we'll show the pictures Uh, when we get to that. But I do have some pictures of that. I just don't know if I can find them fast enough right now. But yeah, no, they were beautiful, beautiful pictures, or beautiful, beautiful prints. Um, but yeah, no, he um, he brought a full sisters army, so that was a lot of fun to finally see on the table. Um, uh, and yeah, it was a fun event. Um, I I I will say that me and Grady talked on the side after the event. Yeah, uh, and we agreed because about certain custodies changes that need to be done, and that'll be done for the next event. Okay. Um, and I'm okay with it. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of playing fair. Um, but again, the problem with, and I know I was talking about this with Sean uh, on the side, but the problem is like playing fair with custodies. The big problem is that um, it's like you have to pay more points for a worse option. We talked about this in the custodies podcast yes, where the Meridian blades are free, but the Paragon blades are 25 points. And at the end of the day, you'd be spending around 375 points just to balance out which Mm. makes you play about a tenth down more than a tenth down yeah um which is an auto lose essentially so it's no fun for anyone Uh, it's probably not auto oh it's an auto Uh, it it just makes it a little uphill to to make to put in perspective the first game i played with the night lords which will release um 
I'm, I'm not going to spoil the end, but I was almost tabled by turn two. Um, completely. Right. But yeah. that could also be a bad matchup. Very and true. you were deep striking. So you also, you were facing a superior, numbers-wise, army than what you had for the moment. No, no, but now imagine me deep striking with 300. So I would have been tabled. Had I lost, had the 375 points or more been accounted for with Paragon Blades, I would have been tabled. Here's the thing, though. You wouldn't have played the list the same way, though. You wouldn't be able to deep strike as much because you would know that you have so much less on the board and someone could table you. Mm. You shouldn't. You that sounds yeah. like a long-term if, if, if you're putting yourself in a position like that and you get tabled, that's not necessarily a problem with balance. That's a problem with yeah. the list build. And you know? now you know, so basically now you know why loyalists yeah. did not win a single event until yeah. this past weekend. Because they have no long-term planning skills. <laughs> no, so our plan, essentially, and he agrees with me, is that we're just literally swip-swapping. Swip, 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 swip. Switching. Switching, switching. Great word. I know there's, I know, but there's the, what was the other word? Flip flopping. Flip flopping. Oh my you God. You were thinking flip flopping and, and, and switching. switching together. Flip switching. Lord have mercy. Yeah, I don't know TM. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, no, so we flip flopped um, the Paragon Blades and the Meridian Blades, which I think fix pretty much a lot of it because Meridian Blades 4 plus Murder Strike is absolutely insane. Agreed. But yeah. That that's that, but yeah. So that was that was a bit of it. But it was a very still very fun games. Me and Grady went all out on it. Um, barely had anything left on the field, both of us still. Yeah. Um, turns out rad grenades. You do know we're um, doing all this coverage later, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so all all the yeah. stuff you're discussing now <laughs> that we're doing later in the third in like the third act. Whoops. Yep. Uh no, so I had fun. Like I said, I loyalists, fun. no long term planning nah. skills. No long term, none whatsoever. All no, right. but it was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun weekend. Good. All right. Um, we'll we'll briefly go over some hobby. I know at least for Steve and myself. I know at least we were just purely preparing for the event. I know Dan did some other stuff. So Steve, what? It, okay. How <laughs> how big was the list of things you had to do? And then we're gonna see um, how bad it compares to the list I had to do. So in a month, I had to add a thousand points to my Salamanders. Right. Okay. Um, this involved painting up, was it four more Thalax? Because I had a five-man unit go up to nine. Hmm. I had to paint five more Seekers, a Scorpius, a Box Dread, and I think that's it. Okay. Mark. Oh, and I needed to convert and paint five more Breachers. So it's like, 10 infantry with conversions and sculpting and a vehicle and a tank. All right. That's actually not as bad as I thought. I, I thought you had a lot uh, more. At my painting rate, that's a lot. Yeah. And also having to and sculpting and all that kind of stuff that obviously, yeah. you know, takes longer, especially when I do it well. And you, you do like, I, I you know, I might have had more to put together, but I don't do any of that part. So that's, you know, kind of shortens it up to some extent for me. I mean, I'll be honest, it was very simple sculpting. It was adding, like, little flanges to some spell grow legs to make them look similar-ish to Mark Threes. Okay. But, you know, it's it's still something. It still adds other day to the process, because you got to sculpt it, let it dry, and then you can move on. But, um, you know, it's an enjoyable process. I got it done in time. I even had a day to just relax, which was... Ooh, that's very nice. First, Yeah. 
I, uh, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. I did not give myself enough time to relax. Uh, I'm trying to pull up my list to remember what I painted in the last. So um, I was working on all my Conquest stuff for a bit. I was like, okay, I got plenty of time for the 30K event. Let me work on Conquest for a while. And I did. <laughs> and then, um, because this week I had spring break, but I had, you know, went and visited my parents for a few days. Some stuff came up. So I ended up having a lot less time than I originally anticipated. So in order for this, I wrote the list and submitted it a while back. And I said, okay, here's the list. This is going to force me to paint what I need to do. So um, I ended up needing to paint an Armatos. Armistos. Um, I needed to paint... What else I need to do? Um, What's an Armistos? Sorry. Th those are the ones that turn you into sun killers. He, get, to, to, he is okay, a cognitive signal explain. and night vision. He's the... Co got it. It's and a console that specializes in heavy weapons. Got yes. it. Got he it. himself yep, can yep, take yep. a heavy weapon as well. But then to use a cognitive signal, um, he can't fire. So... My 10-man last cannon squad essentially has him attached so that way you get night vision and then hit on twos instead. Is that the jerk that stops me from evading? Uh, you can't shroud against it. Shroud, yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, yeah, evade you have night shroud. vision. Night vision doesn't allow you to shroud. Ugh, yeah. yeah okay. It ignores all night fighting rules plus no shrouding. That part didn't really come up much. I think it came up like once, but it wouldn't have been the great idea to shroud against it anyway. That came that came up against me. <laughs> um, I had to do three sabers, so they are done. They took almost a day to actually do. I thought they'd be a lot faster, but they took me a while, including airbrushing and masking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what else did I have to do? The Leviathan, two Scorpius. Um, that might have actually been it. So in about two days, I did all that. Still a lot, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, you just kept going. I was like, yeah. Oh, no. Um, they they still need to get some of their dirty down, like like rust or vetigrass effects put on them. But that's like a special thing I have to do because I need to be in the basement. That stuff is it might be acrylic based or uh, water based, but it is toxic. Don't sit in your room and use that. Don't um, drink at, it either, from what I'm understanding. No, no, no. It's toxic in many, many ways, and it will absolutely stain your skin terribly. Use gloves. So, um, oh no, I used yes. I used the moss um, from a, a garrison. Don't worry, that's got, toxic as well. Yeah, I know. I used the moss one, and I remember opening the bottle. I'm like, wow, that smells. That smells terrible. And yes. I just kept like putting the moss on, and I started like developing a light headache. Yes. Usually I get that when it's like very, I was like, wow, this is so weird. I, this must, this paint must be, it was funny because the Tamiya paint usually does that to me. Like Tamiya clear red. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to breathe me. that shit either. Yeah. It will usually knock me on my ass. Um, yeah, toxic paints do this that. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It does just a very great surprised. effect, but yeah, you have, you have to be in the right environment to use it. Um, if you don't have like a painter's hood or anything like that, you can sit outside and do it, or if you have like a like a mask, just don't let it air out into your home. Is all. Um, yeah, I, have to, I have to do a little bit of that and a little bit more of like to fix up bases. But my goal is, you know, each night to kind of finish that up this week, so those will all be done. Um, Dan, I know you didn't have thirty k to put together. You're putting together thirty k right now. Did you actually yeah, work actually, anything in the last little bit? No. Yeah. So so this is actually so I actually for the event, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, this is so. I don't know if I brought this up in the last podcast, but I, I painted a mushroom dragon. Yes. Right. That was the thing. Yeah. So, mushroom dragon and all the sister stuff, that's what I painted. Right. And then I kind of, what I did was I just kind of set up for the event, ran test scenarios against my myrmidons, tweaked the list a little bit last second, stuff like that. Um, mm. 
And then uh, the reason I'm building, so I remember last video, I pointed at the, the two boxes of custodians on top of my desk. Yes. Um, I actually opened them up and I'm starting to uh, uh, put them together because uh, I, for the list, there's a doubles event coming up. Uh, the In May, yes. In May. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually trying some Heteron Guard with Lightning Claws because I really, really like the Lightning Claws. Yeah. Um, so that's literally what I, I had all these Lightning Claws. They're basically, um, here, let me see if I can get a good, I don't think it's going to be a good picture because of all the light. No, probably uh, won't be. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Nah. Give it a back. Yeah, you, you want your hand behind it. There you like go. Like that? That it works better that Hopefully way. Hopefully, it will focus. Probably not, but um, it's 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 left it's it's left left Huron's hand, um, that I'm basically putting uh, on as the lightning claw with a shield. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And it's so funny. I was talking the day before the show, and I was like, I don't even have to look at these guys to kind of glue. I just know where the glue goes at this point, and yeah. that's kind of depressing. <laughs> I will say, though, because I'm working on my um, Drangian Guard. That's what I'm working on right now, which they have the yeah. instructions. But it's also nice on the actual sprue, the pieces themselves. They did this some before, but I don't, you know, now at least I see it fully. It's not going to pick up well, but there's actually numbers on everything. Because some of these guys, their legs are in parts and all. But for, like, person two, everything has a two. These guys actually have, like, um, essentially stoles oh. around them. So they have stoles on them. And for the stoles, they're also labeled two and two because it's a front and back, so you have all that. With the spare body, that with the dweg, they did that with the newer dweg, which is yeah. really really nice. I think it's. I, I don't know if they've always together. done that, but at least I like it because it's on every little spot, so I can't miss it. The other thing is, um, I have tons of spare legionnaire bodies that I don't need, and this is a dual kit with Anatoly, so I'm using spare legionnaire bodies, putting the arms on, and cutting the head appropriately, so I can get some of these guys out of them as well. Um, just because I have the spare bodies. So this way, the one box kind of fits me with both sets. So that is what I'm currently working on. But um, we're going to get into... And actually, I might have to stop working because I control the screens and all. Um, we're going to get a bit into just discussing some ideas that came out of Depticon. So Depticon just came this weekend. If you watched, if you watched the GW reveal, we did do a live stream of that. It went reasonably well, except for the very first one. Um, because when the line was up, I didn't realize that the scene I had didn't have the audio attached, but you didn't miss much other than people Oops. talking about he's a big old Primark man. Um, we're not going to go through a, a deep discussion of any of that because you can watch our live take of any of that where we do all that. But um, any biggest sort of takeaways from all the stuff that GW said? Whoa, oh my gosh, 10th edition is coming. Everyone be excited. Yeah, um, that, That's the short version of it, I think. That's because we don't play Warcry, or do we, do we do any kill team? No. Um, right. no. Not really. No. no. Um, I do Sig- like actually, Warcry. Sigmar, no, Sigmar, the, all the, the Lizardmen, they showed some other things, but the Lizardmen were great. Yeah, Lizardmen were amazing. I'll give them that. They look great. It's a shame I don't enjoy 3.0, but they do look great. Um, really? Ser- Seraphon is my Sigmar faction of choice. Wait, back up. Why don't you like Sigmar 3.0? I actually I find it to be my favorite. I don't like list construction at all. I can't stand the here's a million to one regiments with its mm. own special little rule stacked on top of the fact that I I like having like large unit sizes. I want to run like a 30, 40 man block of Warriors. But with the reinforcement rules, it's 
means I'm not doing also doing a large block of skinks or a large block of whatever. Like I like doing the large blocks. You, you like old three, world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 3.0 penalizes that a lot. I th- I feel. Oh, that's a good answer. I, I like the game better than 40k right now. I like the 40k mm-hmm. lore a lot better and like sort of the world around it. I like the game of Sigmar more. My biggest problem is um, one, my faction is is uh, uh, you know garbage tier. So be it. That's fine. I play Cruel Boys, which for the last three times that at least the last three that GW's put out, like, hey, here's how everyone's performing. We're the bottom. Um, it's surprising because aren't they like the newer? Usually, you would think a newer faction is, is performing for, for brand oh, but, new style faction. Yes, they're one of the newer factions. But they are also in the starter box. Yes. So they can't be too good. Because you have to hook little Timmy on the starter box. They go, this is so fun, um, but I'm losing. Oh, that other army's winning. I'm going to go buy that one. Hmm. I'm, I, I think p- part of the problem, I think, in my mind at least, is the army excels at certain things that the current version of... And I know we get a, a new six-month general's handbook piece somewhat soon. But um, the, when they came in, to me, they felt a good bit better. Because it was sort of monsters were the scene. You people wanted monsters. Monsters are better for people to have. And we're very good at killing monsters. That's what we handle well. We have tons of mortals that we do, everything like that. So we can kill monsters. When they went to this, uh, uh, was it Galantine or Galantine Infantry, where you essentially want larger units, you want more bodies. We can't handle bodies. Our general units, you know, our, our sort of staple battle line unit it's cheaper now, so it's less garbage, but it's not going to stand up against other people's battle line units. It's not going to cut through them. So um, I think that's a lot of the reason why they struggle the way that they have. But mm. I, I just don't... I the, My problem with it is it can be tough to list build sometimes because of how regimented things have to be. Oh, your squad's exactly the size or double it again. Like, they, they decreased our points, but decreasing points doesn't do you any good unless I can't fit a whole new unit in. If I can't fit, if you give me 50 points... I. Up an endless spell. Who cares? They decrease enough. I'm able to get something extra in. It's useful, but with that sort of point structure, it can make it hard. Points changes aren't as relevant there. I find, um, just because of the way that they do it. Okay, but so they, they have the same problem as Imperial Knights do in 30k, where it's like, cool, I have a hundred points. What the hell am I doing with this hundred points? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not touching it. I realistically can't use it not a feel-good scenario then in that sort of yeah, case. And that, nah. that's the way the Sigmar runs itself, unfortunately. I'd love to speak on it, but I sold my Ogres, and the Blades of Corn book came out literally, what, this week? It's better than some of the books that just came out for 40k that... I lo- You know the meme where it's like uh, the Grim Reaper's there and they're like, time to go, and he's like, was I good blank? And they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, like, I sent you that meme with the Imperial Guard yeah, one? Yeah, I've seen oh, that one. I've man. seen the one. I saw that one with the Imperial Guard. It's like, I don't know, I've played you three times. I saw the one they did for um, the the new Corn Faction and someone and, and the thing at the last panel is, who are you? Because <laughs> oh, just oh, no one's no. even played it. So, oh God. <laughs> it is a legitimate thing. But, um, so briefly about, you know, 40K, they've announced there's going to be a new edition. Um, they've announced various streamlinings and all those sort of bits. Uh, where did I put My favorite that? thing is that Universal Special Rules are back. So, it's yes. no longer disgusting re- 
disgustingly resilient and this and that. It's no longer a thousand things do the same thing, but with one word and the name changed. Now we finally have that actually streamlined. Like, this is feel no pain. This is damage reduction. This is deep strike because yes. it, it was ridiculous. US are a better since, system. I've said it since the 8th edition index era. Why are these not standardized? And thank God they are again. Thank God. Yes. Uh, I currently am displaying the uh, the, the Terminators because I kind of showed this. Did either of you guys see the... I, I won't be able to pull it up here because I'd have to search a bunch. The um, Where they show uh, Primaris Terminator and it's the normal Terminator, but they extended all the spots. Like, so between his yeah, arms... Yeah, he's got bare like, skin. Yeah, there's yeah. bare yeah. skin between like on his torso. It's like he's wearing a, okay. like a belly shirt. I'm going to so try to be not pessimistic and not salty. I'm going to try. Salty Dan. Ooh. You'll see. Yes, salty Dan. Because um, right. I'm very optimistic. At like nine times out of ten, I'm optimistic. I do not like the fact that the Terminators are so goddamn big that they're literally almost eye level and or larger than eye level than custodies. Now, I know custodies have pop squats. Like they have a lot of poses that are like them, like squatting to poop. But even to like the Alaris Terminators, their eyes are a lot higher. And it kind of annoys me ever so slightly because custodies compared to the normal Marines were the correct type. Like, okay, this goes back to when 8th edition was announced. They didn't need Primaris. All they needed to do was take their humans and not make them gorilla. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not make them heroic gorillas. Make them like Infinity. Yeah. Right. It, for well, those it's who know. true scale, they, they yeah. do heroic scale. Heroic scale means you have to scale to the up Lord all of the Rings scaling. Lord exactly. of the Rings scales Keeps... perfectly next to First Ward. Yep, and and that's that would have worked perfectly, but they wanted to do things bigger with more guns, like the repulsor and stuff like that. So now that the Terminators are big, the custodians look like First Ward. It's okay, Dan, because they're just going to do a custodian full range refresh in like two years <laughs> because the sculpts will be old at that point yeah and uh you know then they'll all be dreadnought size and you might as well just play with the joy toys yeah no pretty much at that point well, they're they're on their way to your house so you could they are they did ship i'm very excited i'll do a review on them uh, yeah. i will un i will unbox them yeah absolutely um on the uh for for the youtubers yeah because that's gonna bring me that's gonna bring me joy I, I can promise joy, you that's going to Stop that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't, I'll be don't honest throw a softball so, if you don't want me to hit So, listen, 10th edition is exciting, but honestly, I'm trying to fight the absolute urge to um, not start a Dark Angels army because one of my first, I don't know if Dave remembers this. I do remember. I don't remember. know if you remember the Cuban Dark Angels. Yes, I do remember. Oh, wow. Wait, how do you remember those, not the White Scars? The because Cuban you Dark actually Angels played were, those The White Scars existed. weren't real. <laughs> that is true i did play the cuban dark yeah yeah so i don't want to restart the dark angels but like you're allowed you're allowed to to get the line without building a whole army around him that's fine you're allowed to buy you're allowed to buy models just for the fun of buying the model and painting it uh-huh i don't know if anyone's ever told you that but it's legal yeah i, I don't understand the concept of I, I don't think you're looking at what i'm doing no what no is no this concept of <laughs> yeah what <laughs> what that was the I whole thing when they put out smog it was the idea of like just just buy this model he's 500 bucks you're never going to use him no one plays Lord of the rings someone brother somewhere someone someone in, in the youtube just just someone. lost the sub 
If, if someone does, let us know. I'm always interested to see that people actually play that because I love Lord of the Rings stuff, but no, nah, I'm just not doing it. Speaking of, their terrain goes on pre-order this week, and it's gorgeous. Is it really? Lord of the Rings yeah. terrain is usually gorgeous. I know Brett had the um, really nice terrain set back in the day. It was the desert one, like the desert temple. Okay. You know what you're talking about, right? They have the I, one be- made wood. I believe so. It's been a bit since I've I've seen it. Um, but I I probably yeah. know it. That would be my that guess. one. Was, it was beautiful. What terrain are they releasing now, Steve? It's um, it's like a mansion, a tower, and a ruin. Ooh. Um, I really like the mansion. I don't know if I find it. If I find, it, I'll throw it in the Discord so you could maybe show it off. Um, yeah. If it's from the Discord, that's easy enough to do. I just be careful what I put up because everything gets shown. But yeah, if you have it in there, so I don't have to hunt it down because hunting things down is the tougher thing for me to do right now. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, I, I, the lion looks great. I'm so happy he's an old man. I um, am too. It it, it, it works because it shows the idea, you know, Coleman was in stasis. He was not. Yeah. So it even works on that level. I th- I think they did really good. And I think it looks nice. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I doubt I'm going to do anything with dark angels in 40 K, but I'm going to pick up that model. Because it I, does I, give I do me like hope. It. it does give me hope that Dorn, uh, if, when, not if, but when they release Dorn, uh, There's no Dorn coming. Dorn's dead, bro. No, I think it's going to be Russ. I think Russ is going to be next, to be quite honest. It's got to be Russ or it's going to be Valdor. Because spoilers in three, two, one. um, In the book with the Bequin uh, series, uh, for those who didn't read it, Constantine Valdor is still alive in a pocket reality of the warp with a whole bunch of Sisters of Silence and a curiously red-armored, winged, very large space marine. Hmm. You mean Angron? No, no, no. Uh, mm-hmm. Red ar- red armor and wings. Hmm. Angron. Angron. That's Angron. Yeah, Angron. No, Valdor's not a traitor. Stop that. <laughs> not that you know of. Oh, wait, did Erebus, get, did Erebus gain wings? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Arab- I think once the gods figure out that Erebus is no longer useful, it's going to be a very bad day. Um, but yeah, no. So I think it's either going to be Valdor, which would be really, really cool, um, or it'll be Russ. And I'm going to bet money it's Russ. Or Fulgrim. No, Fulgrim's going to be the next one because they're going to yeah. do Trader. They've already talked about it. We already know it's going to be a thing. But it's they already have three traders. There's only of, two loyalists. They'll get to the loyalists later. I think Fulgrim's absolutely going to be the next one. Because the traders are alive, the loyalists are all dead. That's the other thing. They kind of did it to themselves because they kind of made it where most of the loyalists were well, dead, missing, or like yeah, that they might have to retcon some stuff that you know. Well, the only ones officially dead are Manus and Sanguinius. Manus like, is dead, but has been um, cloned. Sanguinius had his warp essence destroyed, so he's not coming back. Yeah, no, Sanguinius is dead, dead. He's he's gone. Everyone else, they could come up with a reason. The world is nuts. They could come up with a reason that these guys come back. Maybe that one, no. The same reason you'll never see Horus. But anyone else, they can make it up if they want. It's fine. Um, I yeah, I'm excited about tenth. I want to see what they do. I'm hoping. They do these simplifications the way that they said. I'm trying. I'm I'm being optimistic about it because let's face it, the big release of any game right when 40k comes out is always the good time. Mm-hmm. Eighth came out. Index 40k was great. Ninth I love beginning, the 40K. great. 
I loved Index 40K. Yeah. I loved Index 40K. It's the problem is when they put out, we'll we'll know if they're honest about we're not going to add huge complications when books start coming back out. And if they don't add those complications, it'll be great. Here's my prediction there. Okay. It's going to start great. Like, yay, it's all balanced and everything. The Space Rings book will drop because, of course, it will. And, like, it'll be good it'll be cool but it's not gonna like rock the boat right it'll just mean yeah. like you know space marines get all their everything because they're space marine players right um tyrannos will come out after that and you know they'll be like whoa and get nerfed because that's what happens to us every time except yeah. for fifth edition where we were just nerfed true. um well no that's not true the doom of malentai was really good in fifth edition i digress um that's be like two more books are like you know Okay, it's fair, it's balanced, it's whatever. And then we're going to start the ratcheting again. It's like, oh, well, you know, that last book only had the, the you know, the two, you know, the, the one page spread slash two pages of stuff to know. But, you know, this faction's really special. We really wanted the fans to really, you know, experience what it meant to play, I don't know, to play an Asuriani army. That's a so terrible English get, accent. So they get a third page and. Like it's then almost a little it, bit it's just like, gonna go. It's just go off the rails. It's very much like Australian, almost. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 be trying to sound constipated with holding back all the bullshit. <laughs> so it's um. In my mind, if they, I have no faith in them, I, none at all. Okay. Um, if they want to do it right, I in my mind at least for the two cents that it's worth. If look at other systems that I currently like more. They don't try to re, you know, you know, redo the wheel or anything like that. When something new comes out, you just hey, this is your thing. We tweaked a few things. It's good now. There's honestly, once they do the indices, there's no reason they're going to do books because they want to sell books. You don't have to do any of that. Just leave it the way it is. It works fine. You have that kind of stuff. Maybe in your book, you tweak a few small things. You don't need to revamp rules for that. You already did the rules. They have the rules. There you go. Um, it's rare in a lot of other games that I feel balance without creeping as bad to redesign stuff constantly. You have a faction, that is your faction. There you go. Hey, when we do the next big balance for everything, we'll rebalance them. But if we kind of do it pretty well in the beginning, you'll be set. When you get your book, you don't have to give me 10 new stratagems. Don't do that. The ones I have day one, they're the only ones I want later. I don't need any of that stuff because that just adds spots to make the game unfortunately get worse mm-hmm. so. all right but we're excited um as they reveal some stuff as we see any of it obviously we'll talk about it um and i think you know it's 40k is the health of the company at the end of the day we might mostly do 30k content but 40k is the health of the company if that doesn't do well there's no reason it wouldn't i think it will but if that doesn't do well everything we want goes away anyway so i'll have to say um other did you guys follow any of the other reveals um, I mean, there's Tyrion. It's I okay. really like the new Screamer Killer. I don't love the Gaunts. I said this on on uh, our live stream. I don't love the Gaunts. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they needed so much of a redesign. Like it's like half a redesign because the core is still there, but they added stuff. I think they just needed to add more texture to the existing Gaunt in the carapace specifically, because they could get it to be like the Forge World style with all those cracks and creek crevices along the. The chitin on the backs, that'd be yeah. great. Um, I don't think we needed the full redo of that back area with like the added spore 
um, chimneys and stuff, or whatever you want to call them, little little smokestacks on the back. I don't think Koans need them. I think they're small enough of a creature that they don't need the additional whatever that does for them. Pretty sure it's like a thermal exchange thing, lore-wise. I would assume um, so. But um, that screamer killer from the trailer looked awesome, and I really actually, I kind of want the um. I really was in love with that new zone trope, with the weird like the weird. I'm gonna call it what it is, and just bear with me. The weird Diablo. <sighs> Do you remember the Diablo trailer? Diablo five? No, wait. What's the new Diablo coming out? It's Four. the Silent King, but for Tyranids. No, 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 no. no Where no. you got the one big guy, and you got the two yeah, little yeah. things that follow it around. New well, Diablo, you- Diablo four. Four. Do you remember Diablo Four when the trailer dropped, and yes. Lilith comes down and she has that flesh cloak? Yes. Like that. That's what it reminds me of. I can see. It that. reminds me of Lilith flesh cloak. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? You know those uh, Keeper Secrets has the flesh cloak. So that's what it reminds me of. All right. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, also on screen for anyone who's watching. I've been scrolling through as we do this. The uh, golden demon winners and runners up for things which a lot of stuff oh i saw the golden oh my god they're amazing i love the i think the what did the emperor one take gold or did it take uh honorable mention mm. the emperor versus horse no nah, um so a single um not to that one yet that's single miniature squad vehicle large model large models no. uh tyranids uh let's see there's literally emperor versus horse i'm looking for that unit yeah. age of sigmar i didn't oh here it is uh diorama that took gold for diorama. diorama that's what it is yes that yeah, one is actually OSL, very, very good yeah the osl of that was absolutely insane yeah um that's good for diorama i mean all of them everything here obviously is going to be very very impressive yeah. so uh, no, when I was talking about other reveals, did anyone watch any of the other ones? I know AMG had a big thing. They went through all their stuff. I don't know if you guys watched oh. any of that. Oh, no. you mean like that? No. Um, I'm too Con- deep oh, in the no, GW whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Conquest. I saw the new Conquest stuff. Yes. Actually, I didn't pull up those pictures. I completely forgot to pull those up. Um, <laughs> well, no, more because there so were so much I can pull photos. up everything. Yeah, I was going to say only there were photos, but the, the, I love the uh, chunkiness of the steel, uh, steel forged. Yes. Those are going to be fun to run. Those are going to be absolutely fun to run. Um, they have they have stupid little mouths in the middle, so you like I guess you feed them coal as they run forward, which is absolutely awesome. Such a neat concept. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I did look through those. A lot of those are very exciting. Like I said, unfortunately, I, I completely forgot to pull those up for the screen, so I can't. Um, I'm not going to do that right here in the middle. That'd be a little bit problematic. But the new what the Wadroon dinosaurs look ridiculous. Oh yes. Oh yes. I like the Triceratops. I I yes. (laughs) How could you not? Um so they had that I know AMG did a lot. I watched theirs. I watched theirs, I don't know, like last night or something like that. I watched it after the fact. But they revealed a lot of things. Luckily, at least on their page, they put down a list of what they showed. Um for that, so you know, for Marvel, they are now um, obviously they showed some cards. They showed it for Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool, um, which they, they unfortunately they're a little fuzzy, so you couldn't see everything there. Um, that was a little bit much. They're doing a new Ultron with his own essentially Grunts unit. They're doing Cosmic Ghost Rider. That's when Frank Castle took over as Ghost Rider and was a herald for Galactus. Um, they're doing more stuff for Wakanda. They showed us Claw. 
Um, they showed us that they're doing a bunch more mutants, Bishop, Night Rider, uh, sorry, Nightcrawler, uh, Iceman, Kitty Pride, uh, Xavier. So we finally get him. So we we're getting a lot of good stuff there. Um, X Wing, I followed a little bit. They're essentially doing one player starter boxes. A few other units that were in uh, 1.0, they're showing now. They showed a good bit of that. Armada, hey, they haven't abandoned it yet because they're still doing, they're not doing new ships currently. They were kind of careful to say that they're talking about strategies kind of things in the future. They didn't say any development. Um, that doesn't mean they're not developing, but they just didn't say it. Um, for Legion, they showed a few things. Um, they showed, uh, particularly the Ewoks are getting a Battle Force. And Dan said he wouldn't play until there's Ewoks, so there's going to mm. be Ewoks. Um, very nicely, they showed that uh, Chewbacca gets to take an ATST. And uh, C-3PO can be a unit for them. And one of his abilities is like, uh, like Great Oration or something like that, where he can give them tokens based off of the round, however many tokens, because he's giving them great speeches because he's their golden god, as they call him. Um, That's also, actually pretty funny. Yes. He, he's like a 40-point character. He has that because he's a support piece. He's a support piece now, but it's just a little bit of a different support. Um, Genotians are coming, so they're getting a battle. They're getting a battle force. They're getting units first, but then a battle force later for CIS. Um, uh, Galactic Empire is getting fifth brother and seventh sister. Um, so they're getting more force users. They talked through a variety of stuff for Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint's also getting Ewoks. They showed a lot of the other boxes they're getting, so they're getting all kinds of stuff as well. Um, some of it they kind of showed that like it'll be a thing later, but nowhere soon. Like, uh, um, the Mandalorian, they showed, hey, he's the first model we worked on. Han, at some point, the um, old movies, at some point. Luke and Vader, they kind of showed, hey, at some point. But um, very mum on when for some of that stuff. But they've given us more information now of what's going to release soon. Uh, like Luminar and stuff like that is releasing in July. So that's kind of right around the start time of this game. So we have to see exactly what comes out in time and if this game gets popular enough. Um, here's hoping it did, because I said it would be very, very popular. So, um, which I actually looked at the last ICV2, and um, what was it? 40k was top, but something else had taken over. Like, Armada was actually on the list for the ICV2. Hey, really? Yeah, um, I know I have it on something here. Oh, here it is. Actually, I do have the display. Cool. I think it was Armada. Let me pull it up. Warhammer was number one. So this is fall of 2022. ICV2 is always a little delayed. Fall 2022 was uh, Warhammer 40k, Age of Sigmar. Then it's the WizKids, um, Nazor's Marvelous line. That's always up there. Crisis Protocol, Star Wars Legion um, were four and five. Battletech is number six. Um, seven is Pathfinder, Deep Cuts. So again, more models from WizKids. The Bones Collection from Reaper Miniatures was eight. Song of Ice and Fire was actually nine. I was very surprised with that. Um, I guess the Martells really helped them out. And Star Wars Armada was number 10 for best-selling um, non-collectible miniatures hobby line games. So Battletech number six. I yes. want to see what it does in November, December when the Kickstarter uh, started popping up again. That's my curiosity. What I don't know from this, if they would reflect Kickstarter or not. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I'd have to check. I just personally don't know. This is normally, this is through retailers, distributors, and manufacturers. Yeah. So I don't know if they count Kickstarters as part of that or not. I'm only bringing that up because I know 
Brown Tech had a very, very successful Kickstarter. Is it done at or the two time of, of our recording or no? I thought well, it was no. Going. Right now they start a new one. Okay. But I'm saying the old one they did was very, very successful. So I'm just curious to see when that's going to pop up. Yeah. If it pops up, I should say. I'm sure it will. The, um, yeah, I mean, so that's a lot of people like that. I mean, I love the game. I think it's an amazing game. I just sold out of it because I didn't play. And yeah, I got too much other stuff. So I I did get rid of it. Um, if they ever add more, yeah, I'd, I'd pick some stuff back up. I would love to do CIS for that. But there's just not enough stuff in my mind to to kind of have fun with. I don't feel like it's a full faction. Mm. Um, all right. Other things to mention briefly from that. Um, the only other thing I really want to mention from that, if I can find it. No, where is it? There it is. Um, we didn't follow a lot of the tournaments because we had our own event on Saturday, so I missed a lot of the tournaments. I did follow, obviously, Professional Casual Network. I watched a lot of their MCP coverage, what I could. Um, I didn't really catch the War Games Live stuff. Normally, I really love his stuff. I watch it a lot, but I just didn't catch it for this because I was too busy. Um, other things, unfortunately, like Conquest wasn't being aired, maybe hopefully in the future. But um, they did give us results for that, which... There's been some discussion. I'm going to reach out to some of those guys if they want to talk. That'd be great. But I know because um, Steve's starting City State. City States took it. City States mm-hmm. actually had like a 70% win rate. Yeah. A huge win rate. They were You're very welcome. popular and a huge win rate. I mean, to be fair. Okay. <sighs> Hold on. Pause. Oh, sorry. To be C- fair. Uh, City States had four players. Um, 21 games played. So actually, they were one of the lower representations. My apologies. Very high for wins, but very low representation. Um, I will say that when you when you have eight stands of anything, uh, and especially if it's like new infantry that people have not played against, it's going to do well. Um, I want to see over the long term what their what their win rates are. Yeah, this is like too new, right? You know, well, I mean, this always happens with a new faction. The, 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 How well, do I deal with eight stands of of Thracians? Th- th- Thracians, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, describe it, and I'll tell you which one it is. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll pull. I'll pull up the list actually in a second. I'll tell you about it on the winning list. So there was essentially in twenty-one games they won fifteen, lost six, so seventy-one percent win rate. That beats Dwight Homeward at fifty-seven. Um, before this, Dwight Homeward usually known as the ones kind of topping the charts. Part of this, I'm sure, is because people didn't necessarily know how to play against it. Um, people haven't seen it much. 2.0 is still actually very new for some people. There is enough differences where people might not be comfortable. Like if um, I built my list and I brought something I used to bring or very close to it, hey, but now some of the rules changes have kind of changed that list or the way it functions. Because uh, like Wadroom, we're at 33%. Um, 100 Kingdoms, 33%. I don't think that's necessarily indicative of, of the strength of those armies. I think they're better than that. And this it's not a huge pool. There was like, I want to say 30 some people. So it's enough to get some interest from, but not enough to say how things went. So for the winning list, um, it was two pole marks, um, both kitted a bit differently. Both architects reasonably high levels. It was hoplites actually. Both units had eight brick hoplites with a Delartes and a um, a Minotaur auxilia, um, and then he had two units of Hasputas Minotaurs. And three units of the uh, Thryrenes. Now, yeah, but hmm. the other thing is, there's not other options for that army right now. Anyway, they've shown a bunch of stuff gonna come out, but it's not like he could have done something different if he really wanted. Um, mm-hmm. 
specifically, I know for for the uh, sorry for the hoplites, one of the upgrades on the one unit gives them impact hits that the pole mark can take, so they get impact hits. That's nine stands, so that's a lot of impact. Um, and remember, it's impact plus two. The Minotaur already has impact, so you get a lot of impact hits. One of the upgrades lets them remove... It lowers their defense, but removes um, uh, phalanx from them, which means that they can charge their amounts, and it gives them additional move, so they can mm. move actually really well. I think with that, the list... My assumption would be those two units go sit on objectives very well, and the other things, all the Minotaurs go and kill the things that you're worried about. That would be my thoughts yeah, on it, but no, I'd, I'd be interested to see exactly how that went, exactly how it played and everything like that. Because it was a big win. Uh, most of his wins for that guy were actually reasonably big. The The final game was 89-23. So it, whatever he was doing worked really well. Um, I said, I'm going to reach out to him. If they have any interest in talking to us about how who it went, the, we'd love to hear about it. Who was the second uh, place? We uh, go to the second place. Second place oh, top three, was, I should say. So second place was a Spires list. I don't know anything about Spires. Um. <laughs> So looking at it, it's a little bit of a small list. Spires usually go a little bit wider. There was some force-grown drones, Vanguard clone drone infiltrators. Usually Spires, the idea is they do well in the beginning. They 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 their later game is worse. So they gotta kind of win the game early. Um uh, Marksman clones. Um not bad looking. It looks doesn't look quite maybe it's somewhat wide. But um third place is the Dweg Home list that you saw. The six block of fires, uh, sorry, dragon slayers, some hold thanes, hold warriors, yep. uh, two different tempered sorcerers. Because you know, if you want to be ultra competitive, that's what you bring. Yep. Um, and that's what we see, and, and a hell drake, obviously, because the hell drake's really, really good. Um, old dominion didn't have a great showing, but again, it's pretty small. So, but just mention that briefly. Like I said, we'll reach out and see if they want to talk about it. If they want to, we'd love to talk to people about that because I'd like to do more conquest stuff, especially as I sit here and I stopped building because I had to show pictures and everything. But as I build up um, multiple factions, all right. Um, anything else before we get to event stuff? Let me write myself a note. All right, so we will get to the event so if you're on youtube i'm just going to show pictures of this of what we have um otherwise we'll just be talking about the event in general so does anyone want to do an overview of what's been going on in other words like what the event is what we're yeah. you know all of that yeah okay i think i could touch on this uh briefly so basically there has been a series of events running since um I'll say just before 2.0 launched. Okay. Uh, of Horus Heresy, all forming one interlinked narrative campaign, right? Like your individual game might like affect like a territory being flipped from loyalist to traitor, but it's not like super focused on individual players. It's more like the overarching, like, you know, faction wide developments. It's a wrestling um, match. It's a, that's how I'm going to say it. For those who are sports people, it's a wrestling match. You have your individual wins. Right and your individual stack card, but they also count towards the the city wins, essentially your team wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is the second kind of narrative arc we got going on now. The first one was an absolute slaughter. The traders just dominated everyone. Um. Yes, it did. 
to the point where the second one is okay the loyalists had to fall back from the first planet in this system to the second planet in the system which is an agri world and they are just digging in trying to hold back the traders as they're pursuing them onto the world and um finally the loyalists got an event-wide win which will have repercussions in the third event on this second planet coming in a couple months yeah we have the one in uh, about mid-may a doubles team mm-hmm. tournament 1500 points a player which if you're in essentially the north jersey new york sort of area i mean you come from further that's fine there might still be spots it is this time double so now there's a 32 32 players yeah 36 teams eight tables um i'm not gonna say we're gonna add tables but it's not impossible but it's not currently something that's planned um 32 people in that room should be plenty of people i feel Agreed. Um, I will put a... Really, most of this goes through the Facebook, so if you are from this sort of area and you just happen not to be part of that group, I'll put a link to it on the YouTube so you guys can um, look into there and see if that's of interest to you. It's a great group. They they, they do a lot. And like I said, I'm scrolling through pictures of the different armies, and you know everyone's stuff absolutely looks amazing. Everyone does a great job on all this stuff, so... We her- heresy group. people, t- not to insult 40k, people, I'm not trying to be like that dude, but heresy people do oh, like then no. tend to like, no, 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 I'm going to be nice about it. Um, they we do tend to go a little all out sometimes with our armies because we even had, I mean, this is to call them out. We had one of the newer players who was 16 years old, yeah, uh, playing the word bearers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he painted his army, it was good, he did well, and then he played the second game against literally the the, the rock to his scissors. Um, what did he play second round? So, okay. So sh- oh, I was going to have Dave guess. So you know how word bears are all corrupted and demon type? Yeah. Well, he played he Sisters of said. Silence. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played Sisters of Silence, which literally only affects like corrupted and, and demons. Well, so then, was, wait, didn't the Sister of Silence player the first round play Thousand Sons? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they wanted to, I think they wanted to do that, I believe. They both did. Yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, the Thousand Sons I was the traitor commander. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, They they always take in, like, okay, who do you want to play next into consideration? Um, And then it's like, okay, well, once the, you know, the the grudge matches have been called out, it's like, you know, what's left? Let's, like, pair these people up. Because basically, we have, like, a commander on each side. For the last few events, it's been good Kyle and evil Kyle. Um, Coincidentally, it was not at all a planned thing. And, um, They'll, they'll go, okay, you know, have a little chip. is like, this is, you know, Blood Angels player number one. They're going to go fight um, Sons of Horus player two. And they kind of match it up like that. Yeah. No, I think the Thousand Sons game, because I was watching that, um, when the, it was funny. It went closer because Sisters dead to die to Bolter Fire. Um, but a lot of the Thousand Sons gimmicks and tricks that they have just did not work because Sisters of Silence. I mean, they don't work in a normal game half the time, so... Well, no, when you're at minus, what, minus three to cast, even your buffs I mean, on Dan, your own they're unit... already struggling not casting on an eight. It's not like it's... Uh, True. Not like they have a real Legion trait. Yeah. Oh, so Jesus. they're basically playing a generic Legion at that point, and that's okay. Yeah. I, I did scroll through this. Um, also, at this point... 
um, on YouTube, I'm going to have the video I took of going around the armies and all playing because I don't have enough pictures to kind of like, I think most of them are shown, but that way you can kind of absolutely see everything well. And so my sure army right. managed to dodge all the pictures and all the videos. Did no it? one got a good shot of my army. Um, so my army some. was on a table yeah. and it got moved around the table throughout everybody showing up and like getting their stuff out. So it's facing backwards in everyone's pictures. Everyone's got the backside <laughs> of my army because it was like on a, the table by the exit facing the front of the room and they got pushed to the back of the table they got pushed left so, and then everyone's got the back side of my army which army did you let's go one by one which army do you think was paste, painted the best the one that i don't know tyler's really yes steve what do you think i played him I, I, he did marble effects on his oh yes and all. but he won last time that's why i don't want to okay. choose him that so the reason i'm not choosing tyler paints I think if you have not seen Tyler's work, it is hard to describe in person. The, the guy did marble on everything and then gold inlay. Well, not actual gold, but like gold inlay on the marble. This is fucking, I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I, like, what the shit? Oh, no, where was it? Is no, that I have a picture of his army. Scars? I know, I'm, I'm looking for it uh, now. There it is. Is that the yeah. White Scars player? Like I legitimately did not get no, a chance. Tyler was to the ultra marines. Ultra marines. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I didn't he, get a chance to look at the armies because everything. I was too busy making sure tables were set, people got their oh, breakfasts, okay. price support was pulled, all that stuff. Because I remember, I'm part of the facilitation of the event. I don't get these luxuries of touring around the armies. <laughs> I I only so, toured so I could take video, honestly. So I'm split. Um, mostly because of the bias, I will say that the printed sisters army, like the, the 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 vehicles, I absolutely adore the vehicles. And he actually printed the interior and had couches in there and had sisters sitting inside the couches, which mm. really added. I, I wish I would have zoomed in. Maybe I have a zoomed in picture of one of them. Not that I see now. Ah, uh, damn. But he actually had like pictures, uh, sisters sitting inside the vehicles, like with their hands crossed. Hmm. Which I thought was just fan freaking tastic. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I I wish I would have gotten a like he OSL'd the inside, so it was like red on the inside. It just looked it was such a good goddamn looking army, and the Warhound looked fantastic. But if I'm choosing a non 3D printed army, yes, and I'm not choosing Tyler because he won the best paint last time. Um, Honestly, I got to give it to Grady. Grady's Sons of Horus. I don't know what teal he uses, but it's like the appropriate teal. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to put it. It's like his teal. It's it's the Sons of Horus that's like really it's a, like it's like almost a perfect match for the studio color. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about. It's just he does a. It's just very nice looking. Are are his the one on the move on the mini duels.com tray? Is that the M MDF tray? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's mm -hmm. what I'm displaying right now. I thought yeah. that was his. I'll intersplice the video in a little bit then. Yeah. But... It's the MDF tray. Yeah. Okay. He, yes. he does. It's like a. It's like the perfect Sons of Horrors off gray teal. Just, yeah. He does good work. And his army's terrifying. Literally terrifying. Yeah. No, I mean, most everything honestly was was very well painted. Actually, for um, you're talking about for the. The new player and stuff like that, the word bears. Um, he's going to be my partner for the May event. Oh, you're going Ooh. trader again? Yeah, I might as well. But um, Dark Angels this time, right? Uh, 
Actually, no, we've been talking because he was like, oh, I got a lot of infantry. I need someone who has tanks. I'm like, well, I have tanks. I just painted all of them. So um, I haven't decided what to run, but. I'll ask Owen if he wants to borrow Kabanda. Kabanda's oh, name, named characters. God damn it. He's a named, named character, Dan. Oh, my yes. God. He has the unique type. He's a Lord of War, which is also yes. not permitted. Well, no, no, no. Lord He's of War. No, Lord of War are not permitted for this points, event. Which well, means he violates is... the 25% limit. Knights are allowed, though, I thought. Or the knight army, because it's one knight. Yeah, knight, house. Ar- knight household is, because they're oh, allowed okay, to do it, it in a way that's not technically a Lord got of War. Got it, Lord of War, got it. Nah, I understand. Yeah. Oh, man. Knights okay, ignore so the I... 25% limit. Um, Kabanda is a minimum, like, a 2,200-point game, because zero or 500 points, right? So, uh, like, yeah. 525. 525. Yeah, no, How about, okay, okay, okay. Then they release, I'm hoping Stop they release... Cheating. um Gargant, uh, what the hell were they called? The gargantuan, not gargantuan, the biggest demons that were not gargantuan were they de- behemoths, 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 yeah, demon behemoths. So by, really- the only way to get that is if by May we got the book, we're not getting the demon book. No, no, May. they're going to be releasing, they already said they're going to be releasing um demon rules slowly, and then in the summer they're getting the full release. So they're probably doing this to kind summer? of summer. Like, you sure about that? Yeah, they said summer, they said summer. We'll see about any of that. I don't know. Well, they, they did say summer. I, I remember that. Yeah, but, but summer, they they're going to say- think like July. They're not getting it before then. Oh, well. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Why don't we... So we gave a brief overview. One second. Brief overview of, of, of what we we're doing event-wise and everything like that. Um, they said Loyalist actually ended up taking it. Um, I did record some stuff of some of the opening, but I didn't get some of the later stuff. So I don't think I'm going to put that up, but... I'll show armies and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, Dan's first game that he did was recorded, so you'll be able to watch that. We're not going to go into it. Um, same nope. way with my second game was recorded. Not going to really go into it. Um, but Steve didn't find himself on camera this time. He'll have to do it next ah, time. I thought you'll have to go into that hot, hot room. It was so hot in there. It was so hot. I think that's why I started that, feeling sick. I think it was too no, hot. no. It was a sauna. It was a little sauna. It got I thought warm. I was gonna die with the door with the door closed. I was getting pretty warm. Yeah. I don't um, know. That's my that's my lunch break room. I'm pretty used to it. I guess. Well, actually, Lunch's maybe what we should do different. What we should do first, um, especially in your case, tell us the army you brought. For ours, they'll at least be displayed up. We can talk about them I mean, briefly. Fair, but fair. yours is more important to kind of do some details of. I don't have importance I word, but I'll go over it. So the theme of so here's the theme of my army, right? It okay. is a salamander's army. It's supposed to represent a post Istvan five sort of force, right? Yeah. Um so shattered legion, but not necessarily like a blended shattered legions kind of deal, right? Okay. Um the idea of the army is, you know, lots of salamanders ha- were mercilessly gunned down during the drop site massacre. But Salamander is also tenacious as all hell. So they're not dead, but they're also nowhere near fighting condition. Okay. And desperate times call for desperate measures. So running low on dreadnoughts too. Mortally wounded, out of dreadnoughts, what are you going to do? Let's put their brains in jars and put those jars inside of Thalax. That's the basic idea of the army. So it is... I took the right of war, but I didn't really need the right of war to do um, I'm blanking out. Brethren of Iron. So that makes um, Castellax on compulsory troops, Domitars as elites. Um, you get Thalax as elites just because you have a Forge Lord in the army, and you get Vorax as fast attack. That said, um, I didn't take any units through the Rite of War. I took them through a Pravian. 
so that my Vorax gained um, the Salamander's um, Legion type. Yes. As well as the Thalax through the um, Forge Lord. So I didn't really need it, but it gave me the ability to give the one tech read in my list to Cortex Controller so that I had a little more options for keeping the Vorax under control just in case. Um, so the army is led by Praetor, as you know, as one does. Um, he's got a um, Dragon Scale Storm Shield and a Mastercraft Thunder Hammer. And I think I technically also gave him a um, boarding shield to gain the heavy type. I forget if I had to do that or not. It's been a minute, but it's a free upgrade, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so he goes in a nice big 15-man squad of Breachers um, with Dragons with Flamers because Salamanders and Mastercraft and Thunderhammer on the Sergeant because Salamanders. Um, and that's kind of like my hammer unit, but it's not that much of a hammer. It's more of an anvil. Okay. Um, they just refuse to die. Um, I got the Pravian. He has a shotgun because I thought it'd be cool to have a guy with a shotgun leading a unit of killer praying mantises slash velociraptors. So that's what he's got. Um, he has a name. It is Muldan, uh, which is just inverted Muldoon. Okay, um, I thought you were gonna say Muadib for a second. I I don't know where my mind went, but I literally was like, wait, Muadib? What? Nah. <laughs> the desert. So. <laughs> Uh, so he's um you know he he he's he's supposed to be like the park ranger from Jurassic um Jurassic Park right he's got these raptors and all that um he's got his um his shotgun runs around anyway so that's the second in command third we also have the forge lord to unlock the thalax and the right of war um just stock the save points he just unlocks thalax in the elite slots we have a single tech marine um he has a mastercrafted melted gun due to some cheese I'm going to pull in the list that actually worked this time. Um, and um, a Thunder Hammer and a Servo Arm. We've got um, two squads of nine Thalax with Meltabombs. One has the Plasmas. One has the Photon Thrusters. And then for the last slot, we have two uh, Castroferum Dreads, both with Helical Targeting Rays. One with a Gravis Laz Cannon and a Fist. One with two um, Gravis Plasma Cannons. The reason the Helical Targeting Ray goes with the Plasma Cannons is because if I activate it, I ignore Shrouded Saves. Which means uh. that here's two 5-inch Blasts of Strength 7, Breaching 4, ignoring Shrouded. Good luck. The Dreadnought Plasma Cannons Large Blast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did not know that, actually. Um, That thing puts in work, in theory. But... My targets were not ideal. I was shooting at a lot of dreadnoughts because it was the best I had on that side of the field to deal with dreadnoughts. So I was doing like a wound or two a turn instead of like, you know, deleting five, six models from existence. But it's still a great build. It's like 180 points. Absolutely love it. And then the other one has the last can with the helical targeting array just in case I go up against a flyer. Um, because a Skyfire last cannon absolutely shreds anything in the air. Yeah, I found out in my, my second game, luckily, my opponent, Sean, and I don't remember if this part, this part might not be in the recording, so I'll say it here. Um, he's, he, he, he played a bunch of things that fly, and he's like, hey, do you have any way to deal with this? I'm like, not really. He's like, do you want to drop a guy and put in a targeting array? And I was like, thank you. Because otherwise, yeah. like it, yep. it's going to make it super lopsided to begin with. Because you don't stand you, unless you're looking for lucky dice. 
Yeah, um, Sean's a great guy like that. Yes. Um, yeah. He plays Airwolf. He likes to call it. It's it's um, Space Wolves in Planes, and it's so different from what the guys more locally do. It's interesting to watch. Um, I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. um. What was I gonna say? It, he brought a Thunderhawk. That's that's how cool it is. I got to see a Thunderhawk yeah. in person for the first time in a, ever, really. And now it just solidified the idea that I'd need a Thunderhawk in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yes, that's my elite slots. Um, for troops, I had a 14-man tactical squad with a Nuncio box. Um, Sergeant had nothing fancy except Artificer armor. They were mainly used as uh, backfield objective holders slash, you know, like, oh shit, I need to fear the Legion something button. Slash just spotters for um my blast weapons. Uh, we had the aforementioned fifteen man squad of breachers, and we had um adherence five man squad. They did literally nothing in either game because they didn't show up to battle. Remind they me what the adherence are. I don't remember them. They're like halfway between veterans and regular marines. So like, they got the two wounds, but their only weapon skill four base unless they pass the leadership check and stuff. Okay. Um, they all get combi dragons, breath flamers, and chain swords. Um, they're cool. I think that having five of them in a rhino trying to flank the entire game and never actually reaching battle is not the best way to use them. Hmm. But it let me get another unit on the table to hit the three K. Um, it was a flamer support squad, but that's literally useless. So I might as well at least get that the extra wound, the extra attack. Yeah, I understand. Sometimes uh, some of the choices I put in were because I need to make up points. Yep. So I throw something in. It might not be ideal. I am learning after my first game. I need to put um, uh, Vexillos on a lot of units because I forgot that oh, they yeah. that you don't run off the board. So Vexillos are huge, which is why I'm slowly converting them to add to the units because yeah. for those who don't know i started this army in horus heresy 1.0 um specifically as a zone mortalis style list and back then a vexilla didn't really matter for salamanders because they rolled three dice and dropped one i think or they re-rolled failed morale or something they had some sort of morale bonus i'm forgetting it right now um okay. and then like i didn't really need to build vexillas for them and it was like you know five and ten man units because it was zone mortalis and it just wasn't important, but now that I'm going back and hitting 3k with them, those little things are huge quality of life improvements. Yeah, my, my first game, when I was playing against Tyler, I, I, he used them like, oh, cool, I hit your guys, they fall off the board, he's like, no, they got Vexilla, I was like, I forgot they do that, because um, I, I didn't put them on my guys originally, I was like, I don't need any of these upgrades, no, I need these upgrades. You need those upgrades. Yeah, as I lost a unit at one point, I'm like, I'll never do that again, I need Vexillas. They're off dropping one tactical marine to add that one pixel, a hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I um, mean, because they're not expensive either. You can even keep the tact marine and just drop some other whatever random upgrade you don't want otherwise to fit them in. Exactly. Um, tact marines are easy to add and remove most of the time. So yeah, totally agree with that. Um, for the fast attack slots, mm -hmm. um, I had a ten man seeker squad, um, with a augury scanner and the sergeant had a um, artificer armor. Really simple. But that's where I stick my Tech Marine. Because the Tech Marine then gains all the squad special rules, such mm. as precision shots four up. Uh, um, and um, what's it called? Um, I like that combo. And infiltrate. And okay. he gains all their subtypes. So now he's also got the um, Skirmisher subtype. 
So all of a sudden, I have a tech marine now with a melted gun that rerolls misses, and on a four, I pick who I hit. If it's my mark for death target, I'm rerolling ones to wound. It, it's kind of spicy, kind of spicy. Oh, um, that's and that, it actually had to do something this time. I've tried this combination out for the last probably like eight games I played with the army, and it did something in my second game at the event. I got to snipe out a uh, Legion champion, and I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm doing this, but this is what I built this entire unit to do. I'm going to take my Melty Gun, I'm going to precision shot you, and I'm going to kill your champion. And I roll it, and I do it, and I'm like, all right, now come assault me, destroy my entire squad. Yeah. I deserve it after that. I, I, I feel bad what I did for, to you, but at the same point, this has never happened before, and I'm very excited about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I always been... When I make a list, I make sure I could, I could cope with anything. But at the same time, I don't play to be a dick with stuff, right? Like my Thalax, for example, are extremely mobile, right? Um, yeah. So they play the objective game stupidly well, and they get to use their jump packs during reactions. So I could move eight inches on a reaction, ignoring terrain. Um, so dumb. So, so my opponent's like, dumb. okay, so I'm gonna walk onto this. I'm like, make sure you stay eight inches away. Sorry, 12 inches away from this unit, so I can't move 8 inches, land on the objective, and contest it. Because it's a dick move, and I don't want to catch him with a gotcha moment, you know? Yeah. What is this, 40k? Get out of here with your nonsense. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was my fast attack, and for heavy support, it was just a whirlwind Scorpius. Um, fantastic unit, really strong. Well, Hard to get a hold of. Wait, 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 wait. You took one whirlwind Scorpius? Yeah, he's yes. one. It's a min I, squad two, I no, thought. It's not. No, it's max squad two. Max squad two, got it. Okay. Yeah, you can take one. Um, but everyone runs two because they're really good. The problem really is good. between three game stores, I was able to track down one. <laughs> okay, that makes sense though. They're yep. they're tough to find. It's actually from my Iron Warriors, but luckily I was able to just move the turret over to a Salamander's model. Because I kept the paint scheme fairly generic. Um and yeah. That's uh, that's the list. Okay. All right. So, do you want to give us a, a brief of how how the how your first game went? I said yeah, you so weren't first... on screen, so yeah. So my first game was against Wordbearers. Okay. Um, as you'd imagine, the Wordbearers they have Mahara, they have a Mahara Gall Dreadnought, and they had two squads of um, Gal Vorbeck, and um, it was a veteran build to fill points. But as it turns out, veteran builds are very good when you're having lots of strength 7 attacks and not a lot of strength 8 attacks. So my Plasma Dread was picking up like a model or two at a time instead of like the 6 you'd expect. Um, it was a really, really close game, but the scores would not indicate that. Um, in the end, I was tabled. Oh, only wow. barely. Yeah. Okay. Um, until turn 4... I still had my Scorpius and my Dreadnoughts. And a Tactical Squad and a Thalax Squad pretty much untouched. And I was keeping... Um, I should probably talk about the scenario a little bit. The scenario was to retrieve an objective marker and bring it to the exfiltration point that your opponent placed somewhere in No Man's Land. Yep. So I had mine guarded with the Tactical Blob, two Dreadnoughts, and the Scorpius providing covering fire, as well as the Thalax Squad jumping around. Um, in the early game, I had the objective. Immediately failed the morale check, dropped it, and ran back towards my table edge. Not a strong start. Um, but then it was a matter of just keeping him away from scoring it. 
and he had exactly enough movement at the end of turn two to make it if we had a sixth turn. So we were rolling that whole thing out. I was keeping him back for a while. Um, but Galvorback do Galvorback things, and one of those things is having murderers strike on their melee attacks and strength 10 power fist attacks, and he was able to just delete a lot of my stuff that would normally be very hard to remove. Um, so yeah, it went from super tight to super tight, but like, you know, about to tip it one way to, yeah, I got tabled. Now, I'm so sorry, the final, did you play? Um, this was, it wasn't Owen, it was um, Anthony. Okay, got it. Yeah, really great game, really great opponent. Um, he learned a couple things. I learned a couple things. We had a great time overall. Um, it was, I think, like a th- three to two score until turn six when it went to like six and oh or five and oh. It was that close. Oh, wow. Okay. So mission wise, I don't know if you mentioned it, but for this mission Mm -hmm. also, or for this essentially event entirely, everyone brought an extra unit um, up to 250 points has to fit, um, doesn't have to be part of the army, doesn't have to fit in the force org, but does have to at least fit the ally rules. So you have to at least use the matrix. So if they don't want to be around them or anything like that, if there's any negatives, you get all of that and you have to actually be able to ally. But for this mission, if they were alive, they had to be the one to grab the objective. If they were destroyed, then another scoring unit. So a unit with line could take it. Mm-hmm. But if they were alive, they had to be the ones to try and take it. But Yeah, so, oh yeah, I should mention that. My, my added unit was a 20-man blob of Raven Guard tactical range with chain bayonets. Hmm. Kept it very simple. I didn't know you had Raven Guard stuff. I don't. So <laughs> I'd say, or did you not? So, and you do now. So I was going to borrow. So originally, I was thinking maybe I'll do like Iron Hands, Terminator, or something, right? Something really cool. I'm like, oh, I need mobility. Let's go Raven Guard, right? Yes. Well, actually, I'm still going to do Iron Hands, but um, you know, because I have the the very robot heavy army. Maybe my Salamander joint with some Iron Hands, which is why they have all the tech. But whatever, right? Um. Though my buddy Sean has Raven Guard, so I'm like, hey, Adrian's gonna have twenty guys with chain bayonets. He goes. As a matter of fact, I do. But he hit traffic on the way down. Uh, and then, you know, we realized, oh, wait, we have the store demo army for Horus Heresy, which was Raven Guard and World Eaters. So go. I scooped up those 20 models and dumped them on the table. Like, just ignore the sergeants, ignore the upgrades. It's just 20 dudes with bayonets, and that's it. <laughs> um, and they were actually surprisingly helpful um, in my second game. Um, I got to use their le- their big Legion once per game reaction. And that got them to wither a pretty big attack from some Tyrant Sea Shermaters. What is it? You just lose one dude, right? It's no, like that's, word, takes... that's Word Bearers. Oh, Word um, Bearers. Oh, you said, yeah. Raven Guard move Initiative Inches. And then if they're still a viable target, they gain a uh, four-up Shroud save. Yeah. Um. My unit, my, my special unit, so what I brought in, um, uh, which ones are the ones with the jump hacks? I always forget. Is it Destroyer? There's Destroyers, there's Assault Marines. No, no, uh, n- not normal. So the out of the leech choices, Destroyer. I always forget which one is which. Destroyers, unless you're talking leeches, a specific one. No, no, yeah, so it's just Destroyer. So I brought okay. a unit, I want to say, 
it was either 12 or 13 destroyers, two power swords. I brought them out of Dark Angels because I... So, restriction-wise on the special unit, it essentially had to be infantry. Uh, there were some other types of restrictions, but really what it meant is you had to be really infantry. I had no other allowed infantry because we also we restrict how many heavy weapons um, that people could bring in general. So, I really had no choice. So, I'm like, all right, I got these guys. I ran out of time to paint someone new. So, I'm like, all right, um, I got some jump packs. You're going to be special guys now because you're more expensive. Um, but they had rag grenades, so that actually worked pretty well. I never shot their bolt pistols because I don't think I ever remembered they actually have bolt pistols. They have two of them. <laughs> um, Wait, well, they have two of them? Oh, oh that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, when you go to the um, the elite, that's one of the biggest differences is two bolt pistols and rag grenades and um, uh, bitter duty. Hmm. Yeah, that that's and an extra. Neat. I think an extra attack base as well. So yeah, there are two attacks attack. base, two bolt pistols, and the chainsword yes. and rag grenades. The unit could get melted bombs, which is pretty cool. I like destroyers a lot. Yes, um, they get very pricey. I mean, that unit again. I, I oh, wanted yeah. to max my points, so I got the two fifty with it. Are they normally two fifty worth? Probably no. Did they did do pretty decent in this? Yeah, it worked well with what they had. It depends how you use them. If you have other um, close combat units that are either a strength six or a strength eight, they are super great as like a counter assault unit. Mm-hmm. So you have like a Terminator squad and you're fighting against Dan's custodies, right? Your Terminator's getting wrecked because they're only strength eight. They're doing like a wound at a time. I'll talk yes. about that against Greatest forever. Game. Um, yep. And it, uh, <laughs> if you watch um, our game, whereas me versus Dan and he had um, custodies, I had Kabanda. Should be out by the time this releases i was oh, literally sweet. editing it i was editing it before we started sweet but yeah, if you watch that game you'll see i use my destroyers in mm-hmm. order to counter charge a unit mm-hmm. um that's um caused me issues i also charge in my terminator so now my thunder hammers are instant death thing his custodies and that was the only way i was able to do anything meaningful to his entire army um but yeah um i love destroyers I love destroyers. They're really cool. Everyone, units I recommend, destroyers and thalax. Everyone should have them. All right. Uh, Yeah, that was my first game. Nice. Going through other Uh, game ones. It says Dan's is recorded. We're not going to go through that. Go over the list if you want. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you want to actually briefly go over the list. Although, you probably go over the list in the video as well, but you can do it briefly. No, but like, why? Yeah. So, my list was actually one of like six that I wanted to take. I, I every event the same thing yes, happens. He does this all yes. the time. Well, this because okay. So here's the problem. It's because I own so many, damn many. So the combinations of po- or possibilities of things I can take is is ridiculous. Die roll it. So I come up that's got six lists, die roll it. That's what I did. What take. This is the one I took. Yep. That's actually what I did. Um I rolled a D3 because I narrowed it down to three. Um so the list I took. Uh, was a deep strike list I wanted to take um, that I haven't really tried yet. So it wasn't bikes. It wasn't Venatari, which is something I usually take, right? And it didn't have any tanks, which I almost always take. I always take the Caladiuses because they're just so damn good for anti-tank. Strength nine uh, lance shots, four shots, you know, each tank is really, really, really good. Um, But I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to take tanks. Um, I'm not going to take any armor except like Contemptors. I'm going to kind of make this infantry heavy, you know, infantry heavy custodians. So the base of the list was three squads of custodian troops uh, that were five big. Um, and they had three spears and two axes in each. 
right? So they're very identical in that regards. Uh, and then I had a small three-man unit that, because <laughs> I had 150 points left over, so I had a small three-man unit with two spears and an axe. So that was the basic troop units. You had four line troops. Mm-hmm. They're hardy, they're good, they're fast, they, they do the job. Um, in heavy support, I had a singular Galactus, which for the first time ever, because this game was not recorded, actually killed a unit. I was, so the joke, for those who don't know, the Gladys, I, I have a love-hate relationship with this thing because I've used it since Heresy 1.0. And Steve, you can see Steve's face here. I've used it since 1.0 and it's absolutely useless. That thing has, if it's I say it's- my favorite of all of Dan's custodians. Yes. I love it. Because it's beautiful. It. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful model. Does jack shit. Now, why is that? Okay. So in 1.0, right? It was a contemptor, so you could shoot it, immobilize it, and everything. It's only armed with a heavy flavor, but if it got in close combat, it had a blade that was like Rampage 3, Shred, um, uh, it had Fleet, like it had all the special rules, but it had to get to close combat. And it has a four-up and vulnerable, but one melt-a-shot, which is what usually happened, which is blow it up. Or not one, but... No, 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 Dan. That, that would be respectful. Yeah, it would get immobilized every time. Yeah, oh my god! And then it's got a heavy <laughs> flamer, and it's a heavy flamer turret at that point because no one's going to charge it. So now in the new edition, I was like, "Oh, sweet! It's got toughness. It's not going to get immobilized. It's use it." And I've been using it every single list, and it's just either. So the problem is now, it's sort of strength eight, right? Awesome, instant death, awesome, and that's it. Which is a kind of weird combo because it's already strength eight. It's instant deathing most things. Well, now you're gets, instant deathing demons and or mechanic. Well, demons are new, so that's the new thing. But custodians or mechanicum is what it is. Or in this case, uh, for some odd reason, I charged into or no, Grady charged me with two contemptors, whiffed on the hits. He only got like uh, so it was one contemptor with two fists. That's what five attacks on the charge, right? And then another contemptor with one yeah. fist, that was four times. So nine attacks, meaning fives to hit, because their weapon skill six, like it was two hits. And then um, nothing wounded. So the contemptor swung back at his double fist one. I hit all five attacks. All five of them wounded. All five of them went through. And it was 5d3 damage. Now, I know that's not the normal, but he quite and literally- And you rolled all ones? And no, I know, no, 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 thank God. I would have I cried. Oh, my God. Um, but no, he cleaved it in two, and then he cleaved the other dreadnought in two. So I was like, oh, shit. And Grady was laughing because he goes, why are you laughing? I'm like, this is the, the first time he's actually like killed something in game for years. So I got to see it. Again, statistical anomaly, but I still take it every game. Why? Because it look, it's probably the coolest unit in the world. Honestly, um, honestly, though, it doesn't... None of what you just said sounds bad for that unit. It's okay. Well, it's so... I'm that's trying out in the new weapon edition. Skill six is great. Dan, yes, weapon skill six. Dan's model's cursed. That's yes, the problem. It's got yeah. it. has to be. It's four up and vulnerable. Weapon skill six. It moves eight inches. It's a contemptor. Two up save. You would think it, but it gets in a melee, and I swear to God, it just like falls over. And first edition it was even worse because it was a contemptor. So it had armor value. Now I feel like it should be more tougher, but I swear to God, I just roll ones. <laughs> it doesn't want to live. So anyway, that was my heavy sports slot. I took a Gilatis. And the elite slot, that was where I front-loaded most of my points. So um, actually, let's go to the HQ slot first, because that makes sense. So in the HQ slot, I had a, um, a Tribune, just a single Tribune, armed with Meridian Blades, because they're free for whatever fucking reason, and um, a Teleport Homer. 
right? Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of my big play. It's 125 points. It's an excellent piece of work gear once you hit 3,000 points. Um, and essentially allows you to deep strike three five-man units, not including independent characters attached. Um, and then in the elite slot, I had, I had an Achilles de- Dreadnought. So this is the Spear Dreadnought, which did a lot more work. That was the Dreadnought that actually did the actual work in the game. Because Brutal 3, it has a Brutal 3 fist. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing yeah. with weapon skill six. Hey, you don't need to yeah. sell us on good. Exactly. Uh, but then what the most elites was, was it was a uh, two sets of header on guard with Meridian blades. And then it was um, one. I was trying out because people keep telling me they suck. And I was like, no, they don't. And I'm going to try them out. And it was the Aqualon guard, the Terminators, which everyone says are overcosted and suck. And it was like my job this time around to prove that they don't. Okay. And the battle plan was you deep strike the header on guard in. Right, they deep strike into cover, which is dangerous, but whatever. Uh, so they get a four up cover save, and the Aqualon you deep strike out in the open because they have a four up and vulnerable save. So you're kind of baiting the opponent essentially. Um, so I'll talk about my second game because the first game was recorded. Second game I went against Grady. Uh, he shoots a little bit turn one, uh, kills a couple bottles because Laz cannons are what you do to kill custodians. And then turn to my stuff, deep strikes it. And at this point, it was like, okay, I, I had to do it because Grady has a librarian that has um, the telepathic power. The uh, I always forget what it's called, yeah, the, the uh, pinning one. Yeah, the one that pins. I, I don't remember the name on top of my head. Yeah, I always forget the name. But but essentially, that's how you kind of stop. So my Tribune's fearless, so he couldn't pin him. So the Aqualons were going to come in, uh, but he was going to pin a header on unit. Very simply. You just need, I mean... I need to normally what you need to roll a four under on 2d6. So it's very likely that I get pinned. Um, however, when they deep struck down, the only unit I pinned was literally the librarian unit in the chieftains who had leadership 10 with a reroll. Rolled two, and it's still two, them. two 12s. Yeah. And at that point when we looked at each other, like, well, that's going to be game. And it was because then the header on units, because one header on unit charging one thing, was going to, he was, they, they would get shot by the Volkite or they'd get shot by the snipers or the Laz cannons, right? It, one of them was going to get eaten by the pin, right? Yes. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Sorry. If one was pinned, one gets eaten by the Overwatch of 50 Volkite shots, right? Which actually didn't work, by the way. Um, uh, that's but not then, too surprising, though, because yeah. you still have a two up save versus it. I've, exactly. I've run into that. Volkite's great, but if you go against a two up save, if they were no, no, decent, it, it's not going to hurt it, them. Yeah. But I rolled like five ones. It was gross. Um, and that was the original Overwatch. Um, but um, I lost like three header on. Um, but if you pinned one, that's one less unit to worry about, you know. But he wasn't able to pin it, and at that point, it was just a mop up. And it was funny because it still swung either way. So custodians are not as durable as they were last edition because he charged me with a unit of. And now I know Dave was just talking about them, and I forgot their goddamn names. Destroyer, Destroyers. The yep. Charged me with destroyers, and then he charged me with his other unit of chieftains or um, power fist veterans, um, and they. Well, turns out the way. <laughs> well, it's because you're used to in your models, you don't get doubled out really. Yes. It's possible, but normally it doesn't usually happen like it would for a space marine as often. Yep. But when you have rag grenades, now it can happen. So now yeah. you're not you're not getting the extra survivability that you naturally have by having a exactly. And it's funny because he's popping his chieftains with power fist and shields or what? Like I don't know. That's actually even a veteran. Maybe Steve would know this. Veteran with like a shield and a fist, probably like thirty points. 
40 points. Oh, you're talking the Chieftain Command Squad. No, 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 Um, no. The veterans. Just the veteran unit. Nope. Veterans don't get shields. It's the Chieftain Command Squad. Are you only allowed one Chieftain unit? Because you had two. No, it's a normal HQ choice as well as a retinue choice. Got it. So that's how you have have one attach, and then you have another two. Just just because. Point is, every Power Fist swing that I lost, uh, I was losing 100 points. So it was was a trade up for him, essentially. Sounds Um, like long term planning of combining something. No, no, it was good. No, no, it was good. Like I said, toughness and has decent strength. Had he not been pinned, I think the game actually would have fallen on his favor a hundred percent because I lose I lose a header on unit. So they just do nothing. He overwatches the five man header on unit, they'll kill the Volkites, right? And now I get shot by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight Lascon cannons, two laser destroyers, and ten snipers when I wipe the other unit. So that's a that's a header on unit god. Yeah. Um and then he shoots the other head on unit when they unpin or he psychics them again to pin them again. Um, so I think he would have gotten that game. This it was a very ballsy play, but who would have thinks I would have pinned him on a leadership ten rerollable stubborn? <laughs> that, that's uh, as Dave likes to say, it is a dice game. Yeah, you can't fight dice. Yeah, if, you can't if, fight dice. If, if you have a ten up rerollable and you miss it twice, all right, you you're losing whatever that thing is, and there's nothing yep. you can do about it. You can do about it, and you just gotta be happy with it. We both discussed after the game. We both discussed after the game. Is it because so discounting? I will put in my thoughts real quick. Okay. Discounting Meridian Blades. We'll get to that in a second. Custodies are much fairer this edition. Five up, six up is way harsher on custodies when you pay higher points than it used to be a four up, five up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but you are also more survivable due to the much new more. hit chart. Do the new hit chart. That's it's but a I have lot to reach harder yes. to slap you back. Oh, absolutely. But I have to reach melee. So stuff like plasma, so much more dangerous. Las cannons, so much more dangerous. Um, so stuff like that, unless I'm in cover, you're gonna be wiping out a, a good chunk of the custodian squad, which is I like that. It's it's balanced. I'm not complaining. So people well, are thinking I, I'm complaining. Yes and no. Yeah. Here's the other problem. Yeah. On yours, like you said, you're able to deep strike a lot of stuff. When you deep strike, if you're good in combat, because I, I noticed this in my second game, you guys will see yeah. it. Oh, I, I deep strike or next to me. It wasn't deep strike in that case, but something next to me is very good in combat. It just wipes out units. Like your stuff, if you come yes. in, if he doesn't pin you, yeah, you can wipe out half his army on that turn. You know, that's why I your think, teleport, uh, your transponder has yeah. to be so expensive. I think I played against, uh, I think it was uh, Josh once, and I yeah. used teleporting units. And what he did was he just screened his units. He had like a, a stupid 20 man tactical squad, literally couldn't reach anything juicy, and he countercharged me. And I, it, he won that game but, just from the countercharge. Okay, yeah. So, but that's something you have to keep yeah. in mind. You went at charging a un, um, army that likes to charge or true. be charged because they're close combat. If you go against a shooting army, say they can't screen well mm-hmm. enough, or maybe they don't have enough units to screen with, it's going to be a short day. Oh yes, um, it is. Um, but I think eh, that's also a problem with deep strike in general. But that's a different topic. But me and Grady after the game talked about it. And we kind of just agreed Meridian Blades should not be free. I, it, it, no, yeah, it's I, we have it's, again. I I don't know why they did it. I'm not going to complain because I've already complained it ad nauseum. So for the next event, we basically agreed just swap Paragon Blade and Meridian Blade. There you go. Yep, that's literally what it is. So now, and in my opinion, it looks better anyway. Okay. Um, because I had the I don't know if you ever saw the Paragon Blade ones I have. 
uh, maybe there's the I I can't tell the difference. Just, they all look the same to me. No, but look, I I three D printed some really nice swords with writing on them. The writing's all not right. going to show up, but that's basically the sword and okay. the shield, dude. So it doesn't have that. Done, yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't have that stupid chunky sword with the gun on it. It's like an elegant sword for an elegant time. <laughs> um. So yeah, right, I'll be Obi-Wan. I'll be. <laughs> I'm glad someone got the reference. Um, but yeah, no, it's that's so I'll be running Paragon Blades. I'm actually, and like I said, I'm going to be trying the t- Solarite Talons because the whole point of like Meridian Blades being free, it's like you don't take anything else because everything else is so expensive and that much more worse. Now that the 25 points, I'm like, mm, I'll take one, but that's it because that's 25 points. That's a heavy, you know, that's a heavy cost. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good game. I like the fact that we kind of were able to balance Meridians after the... F- oh, oh, my God. Look at the flash on this. What? Wait. Uh, can you I- can get flash on models. It happens. No. Like this I is said, like a- Dan, because no, 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 old no. kit now, man. You got to get ready for that new... Oh, no, there we go. We're good. But they're okay, like I thought it was 50% thicker. bigger. I it was, let me see if I can get this on camera. I thought it was thicker than... Not yeah. at all. That, so let's see. That, that- I can't oh, see you shit, can- dude. Yeah, there we go. See I that little piece right there? What am I supposed to be looking at now? I thought that was the connecting the two eagle heads together. Uh, and I okay. thought it was just a solid chunk of plastic in between. Turns uh, out it wasn't. I got scared. I was like, oh, God, I have to carve these. That's a, sorry, I went off topic. But yeah, no, it was a fun. Grady and I had fun. Um, he almost killed Marcus Aurelius, too. Um, it's a model. No, no, we have it. No, 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 no. no, I, no I know you go crazy about that, but at the end, it's just <laughs> a model. No, 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 no. We have, we have. We have stories to tell. Wait, wait, wait. You mean we're not supposed to get tabled every game we play? Not everyone. <laughs> you you mean our praetors aren't supposed to die every game in glorious melee combat? Um, in reality, most of them usually do, unless, you know, you know, your guy has a bunch of extra <laughs> rules like custodes have, yes. Most of them usually do um, die. Mine is no, no, no. He has died to oh god, Walter Butts. Well, I'm never yeah. gonna live that one down. <laughs> oh, that's one of the main killers of Praetors and stuff like that. You just if if, yeah. if they're a close combat and I can shoot down the unit, that's how they're gonna die. Yep, you just bash them down. Um, all right, so my um so that finishes Dan. I'll do the one game I have that wasn't recorded. Um for that I went against Tyler, so he is the one who won Best Painted. Um I went against his Ultramarines. I actually have it, you know, displayed up. We've seen it for a bit. Um a lot of exiles, a lot of two-up saves. So my, my list, just going through it briefly, I had two 20-man blocks of normal infantry. Um, I had my Praetor, I had Armistos, I had my Dreadnought I talked about, my double pair of Scorpius, my three Saber tanks, two Volkite, one with the uh, the Strength 10, the Neutron, or whatever it is, because they're the weapons I had. So I put that down. Um, a Contemptor... I don't even remember what else. Was there something else? I'm sure there was something else. Oh, 10-man last cannon, 5-man Volkite squad. Um, that should be the list. A couple upgrades here and there. Nothing too, too special, but pretty simple list overall. It goes... Oh, um, sorry, I forgot. Uh, eight Grave Wardens, and then I had a Command Squad, a Death Shroud. They never actually did anything any game. They never actually... I don't think they... I think they got out of their vehicle once, which was fine. They didn't need to. Um, four of them, they went with the Praetor, and they did have the Command Upgrade, which is what won me my first game. Um, that covers everything. Okay. So, he had, you know, uh, obligatory big squad of Fulmentaris. He had some jump guys. It, it was it was rough. Um, 
10 last cannons when you hit on twos. We got no night fighting. I would have wanted night fighting. There was none. He took first turn. I would have loved that as well. Um, dice swings were really back and forth in this game. Um, I would say for most of the game, I think he had uh, some advantage to a large advantage, depending on the round. Um, I took me forever to kill his double last cannon or double gravis last cannon dreadnought. Um, I had spots because you don't want to shoot that because it's it's firing back is so much damage. Um, it, it lived at least a full turn, turn and a half longer than it should have, but it also was firing at my Scorpius constantly, and all it ever did was like three hole points. It didn't even kill him. Um, he had to have some jump pack guys come down and slaughter him. Um, Fulmentars are amazing. The fact that they can get brutal weapons, but again, on his dice on that, he's he tried his best to kill out my Leviathan. The Fulmentars were there. Oh, the second turn, he got close enough. He's able to hit me with his brutal two shots. He got like two through. I had to take two saves. Failed one, passed one. So it's the dice were very swingy. Um, I would say they it was a little bit better towards him through most of the game. Near the end, though, it really helped me out. Um, what it came down to is later, I didn't have much army left. Um, I had taken out his his rate his land raider a good amount of Fulmentaris. I never touched his bolter uh sorry his nemesis bolter squad they didn't really do anything to me but I never touched them uh he had 10 missile launchers in the back never touched them there's quite a few of his pieces that I never really got to or did much with he still had a good amount of attack marines um what kind of worked well for me there was he wasn't able to get through my Proteus because the only weapons that could actually hurt it, I killed. Which means that my Praetor squad was safe. They have a banner, they are scoring. To take the objective in the middle, to go and try to score for that one objective, you either have to be your special recon unit, or if they die, a line unit. My recon unit came down, they got kind of manhandled. I had one guy left versus I want to say it was one or two guys from his unit. I was able to run them off they ended up running so now i have the objective with one guy he fires oh i don't know 15 bolters um it's a couple missiles few other things doesn't kill him at one point i had to make five five up saves i made all of them that guy lives goes to my turn that's good he that's jumps great. back with a run 16 inches my um, land raider is still alive. There's a piece of terrain close enough, so I go and stand next to it. Land raider pulls up right next to the terrain to block line of sight for everyone but the full Mentaris. He proceed. He made a mistake here, actually. Uh, where the game ended, maybe not, but I think this might have been a fundamental mistake. Oh yeah, and he—I forgot. I ran it. I took my grave wardens into his unit with a bunch of guys, and that was a wrong case. I lost every grave warden. He lost like a dude. So, I mean, it was it was back foot for most of this. Um, I block it. His Fulmentar shoot in, d d finally kills the guy. So my command squad walks out. They grab the objective. The line of sight is blocked. Only the Fulmentars can shoot at them. Grave Wardens are essentially toughness five for all intents and purposes. It's battle-hardened one, but for what he was shooting, that wouldn't have mattered. Three wounds each. So his Fulmentars would never have killed enough. And he only had one other model, a chaplain, walking up who could fight. I'm going to kill the chaplain, you know, or I'll survive out enough. He's not going to take the objective from me. Game ends. 
because we roll for a turn, no additional turn. Had he had an extra turn, then maybe it gets a little dicier. Um, I had bottom a turn. So, you know, if he kills my single guy left, I jump out. If he doesn't, I hang out there. So it just, because I made enough saves, I was able to get Because if I have to go into the middle of the board to grab the objective, now a lot of his army sees me. It's not a guarantee it kills me, but he at least has a good shot at it. He has a chance for it. Where where I was able to get to, there literally there was no chance of killing me. Not enough. He would have needed like seven turns to maybe stand a chance at it, and it ended. It ended a score of two to one. He had it was two points because I didn't get it to the the spot I needed, and he had someone in my deployment zone. Oh so, wow! So I, neither warlord died either. No, my warlord oh, wow. got out on turn five. His warlord was in the full Mentaris. I did hit it with Scorpius rounds a few times, but he was he rolled some good saves, so I only killed like two full Mentaris most of the game. But he never moved forward to engage. My guy never got out. He realized after a movement phase, after shooting, he's like, Oh god, I have like power fists. I could have went in. I think he might even have like the chain fist or something. I could have walked over and maybe took out that tank. I was like, Yeah. I was like, that's why I pulled my tank back a bit to make sure you couldn't like auto charge. But when you didn't move forward, yeah, I just ran away. So, um, you know, the better part of Valor was running that day. So it was a great game, though. It was very swingy. He absolutely had it for most of it. And I rolled just crazy saves at one point, And that was just enough to kind of snatch a literally one point win. So, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, it was it was super, super close. I told him most of the game, I was like, nah, dude, you have this because I have I have near nothing left. He just had to get there and just enough went my way. It was purely dice at that point, but the dice swung hard. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. Um, all right, that gives Steve for one other game. What did, else yeah. did you play? Round two. Yep. Um, so round two scenario, from what I heard someone else say, was that it was a modified doubles scenario. Okay. From a uh, from one of the events, I think. Um, basically, there's three objective markers um, across the center line of the table, and randomly each turn, each player turn, one of them would be the yeah. objective that you had to control at the end of your turn to score, and you got points equal to the turn numbers that in the late game you could catch up if you were behind, right? Unfortunately, um, I was playing games through my lunch break, and I had to eat bad. So I spent the first, yeah. like, 20, 30 minutes of the game just eating my lunch. Yeah. So we only got to turn, like, three. But uh, it was a really good game. I had a lot of fun. Look forward to playing my opponent again. Um, so I was playing against Iron Warriors. Okay. Um, we had some really hilarious moments happen. As I mentioned earlier, I had that Seeker Squad finally do their uh, their thing, where my Tech Marine sniped out a character with a Mastercrafted Precision Shot 4-Up Melt-A-Gun. Felt great for me, um, my poor <laughs> opponent. Um, I got most of my stuff destroyed, though, at, at, as you know, as it usually goes for my That seems to be a problem but you have. I don't know why that is. Every game I played, though, like a lot of my stuff dies, even my Iron Warriors. But that's usually like a mutually assured destruction kind of scenario. Um, but yeah, um, Salamanders they 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 did pretty good. I killed a lot of Terminators. Um, I. I had a Thalax slap fight, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, so his um, added unit was a unit of um, five Thalax or six Thalax with a um, the Irad cleanser. Okay, no, yeah. 
the weak the weak one the one that sucks <laughs> um as you'd imagine it did nothing all game because it was squared off against um my breacher squad who now has a three up rerollable or even a two up rerollable save against this thing <laughs> yeah not cut through that yeah nah it it, it it did nothing so on the one flag i had my breacher squad i had um a thalax squad i'm going for the my right flank objective in the middle i infiltrated bam 20 Raven Guard Tactical Marines on the middle objective. It's an objective, so I have a 6-up Shrouded if he's not close to me. I have a 6-up Feel No Pain in case he ignores Shrouded if he's outside of 8 inches of me. Um, I I have, um, you know, I had that once per game reaction yeah. I could do to you, get a 4-up Shrouded. You, you and are stacked up yep. to do well. So how did it all yep. fall apart? Um, It didn't. Oh, okay. The, the way you were prefacing it, I was waiting for like I that mean, hammer lo- to I drop lo- and be I like, lost. and here's how I lost terribly. I mean, I, I did lose, but it was not terribly. It was okay. extremely close. Um, problem is, um, my left flank, um, I was playing very cat and mouse. Okay. Uh, my secret squad hid for the first two turns, did not fire a single shot. This was to keep them on the table because that was also where his tyrant siege terminators and Ooh, yeah. big old and big old las cannon squad were. So I said, I'm gonna hide over here. Um, I actually did a lot of hiding on my left flank. Right flank, I just got right into it. Um, had a slap fight between the Thalax that went nowhere because I failed like a five-inch charge with my Breacher squad, which meant they didn't reach the objective, which meant I sent my Thalax in just to tie things up on the objective. <laughs> Maybe I sweep his squad. Didn't think I would. We both did zero wounds to each other. His terminators came around, picked up that squad. His army shoots my uh, breacher squad, picks up that squad. Oh, he had a destroyer squad on that flank. It was great. They had um, twin Volkites each. I shot them. They did their once per game big reaction, which means each model goes from shooting four shots a guy because two Volkites to yeah. eight shots a guy. Yeah, um, that'll actually do some work then. That really puts some destroyers. hurt down. That put a lot of hurt down. So that was really cool to watch. Um, and that killed like four Thalax. Because I had a four up. He was wounding me on fours. I had a four up save with a six up feel no pain. And the feel no pain triggers after the um, the flag rate does. So he was able to get a lot of extra wounds on me. Because it's off the failed really armor true, save. Yeah. Not a wound suffered, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, he got a lot of hits on me there, which is really cool to watch happen. Um, and then, um, what's it called? You know, that left flank, just he had a big old squad of Terminators walk up. He's like, what's up? I'm here to fight. And I'm like, that's cool. Here's a melt gun Snipe out the champion. Get wrecked in response. <laughs> um, hey, you did what yeah. you needed to then. You took exactly. out someone important first. Exactly. Oh my tales. god, I forgot to mention I had a squad of Vorax in this uh in this list. They never did anything, but I had them. They're really cool. I they just didn't do anything in I think that's, game. that's the problem sometimes with Vorax. Like I really like them. I think they're really they're really neat, but I think there's so many times when someone talks about them and they're like, "Oh, they they didn't do anything." Listen, if I had 6, no. I could have okay. I could have done a lot of damage from dying and exploding in close combat. <laughs> I think I think they're really one of the few units in Mechanicum that really miss the AP2 or the AP3. Oh, um, yes, they do. Yes. The Castellax I could see being removed. That's fine. Um, but I feel like they should have at least kept the AP2, AP3, because there's still only weapons go three. Another weapons go four. 
So that gives them an outflanking Terminator killer, outflanking dangerous unit. They should have kept. Yeah, they're they're AP two AP three in my opinion. Yeah, Orbin easier to breach than whatever. Where is it? A five right now? Maybe it's a four. Whatever it is, like yeah. they're, they're, they're just not quite there for damage output. In it's breach five. But you're talking about the power yeah. safe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it was breach four, it might be a little bit better. But anyway, um, yeah. So it was really close. Lots of back and forth. Unfortunately, um, I could not roll saves very well against his Thalax. Hmm. So I probably lost like between two rounds of shooting, like eight or nine of my breachers Ooh. to the sp- like the spray fire of the Thalax. The three shots with Shred instead of the one shot with Rending. Um, so I that flank got crushed utterly. And it's just a matter of like, you know, which objectives get rolled. And if we played on, um, we both would have scored each uh, turn one. We each got nothing. Okay. Turn two, we each got two. Turn three, we each got three. Turn four, we would have each gotten four. And so you guys um, ended five, in three, but then you kind of talked your way through what the rest of it looked yeah, like. Yeah. Like, okay. What would this have been? Turn four, each would have gotten four. Um, but that's only because I rolled really lucky on which objectives I would have gotten in turn four. Turn five was too remote to really know what would have happened because they're siege terminators. That could really turn the tide if they come into play. Yes. But that also depends a lot on what objective is being rolled and all that. So it was it was very in the balance. Ultimately, I did lose because he had Slay the Warlord and he had Attrition. Because he had a lot of units alive. I had a lot of units not alive. So oh, yeah, um, I forgot yeah. that one had uh, Attrition attached. Um, yeah. I don't think it changed my game. But yeah, I, that one I will say. It was a fun mission, but it was very luck dependent. If you happened to roll the wrong spot... Like, say, you know, because the three spots were 18 inches apart, so that means the far mm-hmm. two are 36 inches. If you have, say, you lose your scoring unit on the far left side, if you don't get, if your objective shows up to the left side, you're not getting it then. So if you get middle, you, you depending on your army, you might not be able to cover all three. If you can cover two out of three, okay, but if you always roll the other one, it's, you're not going to be able yep. to score. Yeah. But, A couple people. Like, they're, like, at least my opponent to get maximum points. Because if you got rolled in the first turn or two, yes, that, that was game. However, yeah. I do like a lot of the things put forward in the scenario. Like, I like the fact that you need a lot of line units spread out in order to um, be involved. Yes. Um, I, I love the fact it's progressive. Yes. And, yeah. and the idea that it, it rewards you for having more line. And if that is the general trend for these, then I like that. Because um, sometimes it's like the one mission won't care at all, and then line is almost a liability. Then you have a mission like this where line is, it's line. You got line, you're doing well. So I, I do like that variety. I think my hope is when that 30K book comes out that they're doing that the missions care a lot more about lines so it makes you want to take them and feel good about that choice yeah the siege of Cthonia. yeah i'm looking yeah. forward to that yeah they, they showed the one mission um i wanted to I, the plan was to record a battle report with that mission but the guy I was um gonna play against i got an injury that day so i'm hoping soon to be able to do that um if not there maybe we'll do it or wherever it may be but the hoping is to do that one just to see how it plays I'm also really interested for that Battle of Cthonia. 
The one that they showed is four four turns. The Almond yeah, one weird was one. four yeah. turns. They were both like four turns. So is this like something new that they're doing where they're just shortening turns? Compressing. I actually. And that's, you know what? I'm I'm interested in that because if Deep Strike is, because people always complain about how powerful Deep Strike is, right? Oh, it's super powerful. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the other people on the other side going, oh, Deep Strike's not powerful enough because I get blown off the table with Algary Scanners. And there's no like middle ground, which is hilarious. It's either people love Deep Strike or hate it or love it. Depends on, it depends it. on the meta. Exactly. It depends on the meta. I had people in Europe, I was talking with someone literally in the UK. This is just a side fact on the Discord. And he goes, we literally cannot deep strike over here because everyone takes an augury scanner immediately and it's not capped. I know uh, SN huh. Battle Reports did yes. like a whole thing on how they they um, they uh, modded the game and they actually limited like augury scanner shots to um, like three, only three per augury, like three that you can do. And it's literally because everyone just paid for augury scanners and would just shoot everything off the table. So it's just really fun that it doesn't translate over the across the pond. Anyway, sorry. Side note. To I like the fair, a lot <laughs> yeah. of it's terrain. Yeah. True. And if you Very cause true. fear, it's a lot more reliable Very because true. there's that pinning check first. But and, um, and it also okay. makes a difference depending on the army. Like yes, if you're running Blood Angels, where everything deep strikes, essentially whole army deep strikes, you kind of have a choice otherwise. But you know, it, it pay it pays then if you're going to bring a deep striking force of, of some some size i'm not talking about one unit. you're bringing some size then what you start on the board should hopefully be able to shoot down some of the stuff that's going to be hitting you you, you, you want to try and plan it yeah yeah do that pin it do something to it you yes. want what your army on the board is to be able to handle and try to oh, yeah. clear the way for your assaulters which is what an actual force does so the reason i bring this up is because if it's a four turn game and you just roll pretty shittily your deep strike's not coming in until turn what four is the maximum? Yeah, four is automatic. Yeah, and then they have one turn to do something. Well, what it means is if those are the types of missions you're playing, you don't bring a lot of deep strikers. Yeah, the ones no, where right. full armies deep strike get to declare when, so they're not caring. If yeah. you want to deep strike some stuff, maybe you don't bring a lot. It freaks me out. Like I, I had eighteen hundred points in deep strike about. So but now that means I'm on like, those sort of missions, you don't do that. No, exactly. You do no, what that, I'm saying is, it's you know, it's. I like to. Well, I don't like to plan for missions. Though. I like to plan like generally. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, if those are the new missions. Maybe I don't take Atrium. Maybe I take like take out the um, the Heteron, put in some Venatari. You know what I mean? Less expensive, still good at deep striking, but ah, now I can free up some points. I just like that. I, I and like the they're more turns. resilient against the Augury scanners because of the strength debuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just really cool because it makes me a four turn game. It's like, okay, I could put two Heterons and an Aqualon and Deep Strike, but if they don't come until turn four, they're doing literally jack shit. So now I'm like, hmm, if I don't Deep Strike, but maybe I just put in like a Venatari squad and maybe a bike squad outflanking. Oh, okay. Now, now it's not that many points, but they still do work. So I like that. I like a lower well, turn. Well, don't forget, Dan, you could still Augury Scanner and Outflanking unit. Very yes. true, but but now you have a choice, Venatari or and point is it gives options, and I like that. I like have, options. Yeah, you have more deep strikes to roll, you're less likely to get nothing. Exactly. True. Yeah, there there's something to that. But I mean, if you're gonna put eighteen hundred points to the side, yeah, there's a chance you're just blown out of the water. They yep. just don't get it. You don't get it turn two or you just die. Like it's you're taking a huge gamble in that. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. I view it as Usually the stuff that people like to deep strike is 
if I can't attempt to shoot you down, I'm just going to lose the units that you are near because you're not going to go against my strong, you know, units that fight back. You're going against everything that shoots and remove my whole fire base. So I don't have much of a problem with it. But, you know, like I said, play with more terrain. Play with better looking boards and I uh, hopefully always, eliminates itself. Please. Uh, so little adept going It's oh, solid terrain, yeah. not, yes. not, you know, cheesecloth terrain. Oh, uh, yes. See right through. So circling back, this goes back to what I originally said, and I know some people are going to cringe. Let me finish the sentence. I absolutely agree with adopting 40K terrain rules in terms of buildings. There's nothing wrong with those rules. No, no, but some people are like, oh, my God, 40K. They go like crazy. Um, But I absolutely agree with saying, what uh, what is terrain? It's the, if you're outside the building, you can't draw a line of sight through it. If you're inside the building. But that's... That's not 40k rule, the, the, or some of that. Not so much. That's uh, that's um like ITC. No, that's no, that's 40k. That's Dave. That's 40k ruins. Then, you cannot draw a line of sight. So what's the ITC ruins. part? Just that the bottom is always full. The bottom is always full. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even if you're in the building. Okay. The 40k rule is you can't shoot line of sight through a building. Stop tapping your mo- table. Oh, sorry. Okay. You can't um, you can't draw a line of sight through a building, but. If you step inside the building, now it's true line of sight. ITC is the first floor is always solid, essentially. Yes. You okay. can't see through it. Um, but I do not mind ever, ever, ever adding that rule in. Um, the I real saw problem some- is no one has internal Jeez. walls in their buildings. Yes. Yeah. And they have a single corner of a building and not the full structure. So, so that sounds like they need ITC rules where the bottom is just assumed solid at all points. Yep. The first level is a solid block. You can't see through. Or do um, the 40K. Or use like substantial hills. Yeah. Like at minimum two inches high, but not that wide. Like a like a two inch high, but like a roughly square foot area is pretty good cover. Yeah. You have to watch for playing on Planet Bowling Ball. I'm not saying that, you know, and different metas do very different things. I remember for Infinity, depending on where you go, we use a lot more terrain uh, yeah. I don't know if it's true now, but I know in the past, Americans used so much more terrain than the Europeans. So it was a very different game. What was good there was entirely different than here. Because we would choke out every line of fire that you had. Yeah. Did you see the... So this actually brings me to something I wanted to... Did you see the Adepticon terrain that they set up for 40K? No, honestly, I didn't watch any of the 40K stuff. That Adepticon. Was... I was painting or at the event. It was not good. So you know how GW puts hold out. Hold on, hold on. Question. Yeah. Which game was this? Was this for the team event? What were you watching event it on? The, was player stream placed terrain? Oh crap! Actually, then I don't know. Damn. I know. I know the team tournament because I saw this in the Twitch stream. So I was like, it was terrible. Who placed this? And it's they're, they're like. The team tournament uses player place terrain. Yeah. No, I think it was a normal 40k no. tournament. Oh, where okay. were we watching? Uh, let me it? find the picture. It was, I think it was Twitch. It, that was team. Oh, Twitch okay. did the team stuff. All right, then never mind. Yep, player place. Yeah. It could, it, I mean, the rest could be terrible too, but I know the team tournament was player place terrain okay. only because I forgot to leave the Twitch stream from the reveals Wednesday night. And I went to my computer like two days later, like, what's going on? Oh, and then just that message Ooh, happened to come no, up no. as I was walking no. by. This was not the team tour. Hold on. I have the no? picture here. Oh, okay. Oh, this is. Hold on. Throw it into the, uh, into the Discord. I'm saving yeah. multiple. Hold on. I'm saving actually multiple pictures. 
That way you could see what I mean. So when you say Planet Bull, this like this is how I don't want to play my Heresy event. Oh, okay, here we are. Save. Okay. Uh, boop. Oh, those boop. Are those ones you talked about. Yeah. Here. Uh, add no, picture. Boop. 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 That's what I'm doing right now. There we go. It's queued or it's it's processing. Okay. There we are. Look at those. No, well, what? that first one's definitely not set up. No, yeah. that's not set up. That's no, but even if it's not cool. set up, how much? That's not enough. Table 26 is set up, by the way. So if you want to flip the table 26, that's set up. That looks like player placed to me. There's no way it isn't. 26? Look at player look, look, placed. Look. Yeah, no, player this, placed is the team, this is the team tournament. Yeah. Look at table 27 behind it. This is uh. the terrains pushed the sides. Yeah, so the players set go themselves. set up their own terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah it's not set yet. Oh, okay. I don't think that's a ton of terrain, but you also have to consider, like, you know, 40k with bane blades. I mean, don't use the bane blades. The bane blades and knights. You do need some movement avenues too. Um, I think table 82 is probably the best representation of a table actually set up. Yeah, I agree. 26 is definitely not set up. Yeah, 82 um, is set up. You can see they have some stuff in the middle, but they, they gave themselves spots to hide behind is what the players wanted. So that's why it kind mm -hmm. of looks the way yep. it does. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, most 40K events do player-placed. The do they really? Do that now. Yeah, most of those oh, player-placed. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, at least for what I would say is like, um, any of the ones I watch on War Games Live, most of those, which are bigger events, are the ones he goes to. They're almost always player-placed for that. Um, it might be very standard-looking terrain, but it's almost always player place now. I mean, it 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 adds a very good thing into the game where now you actually have additional tactical decisions. Yeah. And there's also the way of you don't necessarily get screwed over because of terrain placement, depending on your style of army. If your army needs to hide, then, hey, you're going to have to take one of those terrain pieces and go use it to hide. And that that's okay, because, hey, that's what your army needs. It gives you availability to do that sort of thing. Because maybe your army, I don't know, you're playing like Harlequins. I can't get shot that first turn until I get out, because I'm just going to get wrecked, or something like that. So I'm I'm fine with it. I have no problem with, what they, with, with that idea, the overall that they did. So, all right, that gives us the event. So, like I said, we all, the event was great. Um, we have another one coming up in May, and then it sounds like we, I guess they take the summer off. I don't know. This is the first ones I've started doing. The way it talked is so, they take some time off. Yeah. So this summer, take some time off just for like some personal life stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, just like the organizer has a lot of stuff happening this summer outside of gaming. He's allowed to have a life outside of gaming. So we're like, okay, cool. Have your summer off. We'll be back in the fall. Okay. Um, but we have multiple people running events in our area. So that I is thought there would be no events during the summer. Like I know um, Sean wants to do some stuff in the summer. I'll probably do something in the summer. We have the Titanicus campaign that's going to probably start up like in the early summer, late spring. There's still going to be plenty of action going on. Yeah. That's it. So, One um, thing we're talking about is doing a ZM event for a okay. charity. That so would be hopefully, cool. Once I have more information on that, I will definitely share that. Yeah. Once we have that, we'll post that up. We'll make sure that's known. Um, good. No, I, I would like to do more events. Like I said, it always depends on my schedule, but schedule so far hasn't been too bad. All right. So that gives us a bit of hobby, gives us a bit of what we saw at Depticon, talks a little bit about what we did now. 
Um, so I think that's going to close us out for the night. Um, as always, we do want to thank everyone who does listen to this. Um, remember, we put this out on any podcast. You can find us anywhere like that. We also put this on YouTube. We did display some stuff here, and we put ourselves on camera because I told them it would be a better way to do that. Um, it looks I think nice. It I general. like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It actually is nice. Yeah, this is what the people usually do. What we just have to see is how the audio comes out in case I have to do Zencaster audio with this and kind of like patch it in, but we'll see. It should be fine. Um, didn't seem to be too many issues, and it might be less editing for me. I got to edit video piece a little bit more, but that's not too bad. Um, for other releases, we are planning to do some more Solar aux Auxilia this week, so look for that probably end of the week, maybe very beginning of next week, but should be by end of the week. Um, we have, oh God, one, two, three, I don't know, at least four battle reports that I'm working on. Um, one of them should hopefully be out maybe before you see this. That's my goal for that. If not, there'll be another, there'll be several out late this week, early next. Again, partly depends on how fast it goes either later tonight or tomorrow for edits. So far, edits have been pretty fine, but I have to actually sit down and do it. Um, we're trying out a format for some of them where we have the main screen, sort of as a, some overhead dice camera, and then running a gimbal on the side where we splice in important spots. So we're going to see how that is. Um, if that goes well and people like it, we'll keep doing that. If we want it, if people want it changed around, just leave comments. Like we're, we're open. We want to see what people like and the styles that people like. And we just try to accomplish that as best we can with the equipment that we have currently. Um, you're going to notice for the ones we did from the event, I don't know how the audio is going to come out, but the way some other pieces come out is going to be a little bit better because we, you know, we're able to have someone there who kind of helped us put things together a little bit more. So now we can replicate that in the future. Remember, if you're listening to this current release, by the end of March, we have a giveaway that we're doing. We're giving away a um, Leviathan Dreadnought with the mail, uh, sorry, the range weapons. Um, it ends the end of March. Early April, we'll pick the winner, but ends end of March. To enter into that, we are doing US-based, contiguous US. Um, but for that, you just have to be subscribed on the YouTube. Go to the video that talks about the giveaway, the Patreon, all of that. Go to that and leave a comment. I think I put in there what the comment had to be about. I think it had to be about like what content you're, you're here for or something like that. I forget what. I usually use it as ways to pull information from people. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Dan's apparently going to release some stuff with his joy toys whenever he gets those. And I have a few other things that I want to do. We want to we want to do some more conquest stuff soon, too, because I do like doing that. But um, all right. Well, then, on behalf of everyone here at the show, has a good hobby and some great gaming.